time they got to blast on us. The black nerds, blitz or rush, I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerdy world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Big T. I'm Martin. I'm Stevie. Welcome to episode 201 of Blurred Zara Ross. Woo! 200, you know, that's actually wild. <laughs> <laughs> Again, where's the soundboard at? The soundboard is here. <laughs> I, I got one of those. Oh, yeah, we do. Hold on a sec. Hey, so you don't have the soundboard anymore. I do, but it's hard to do multiple things. Where before, when it was in person, I could have one person controlling the soundboard. I could be checking the levels. And I guess, yeah, that's also, true. Known, also known as Nana can't multitask. He's putting male kind to shame right now. Well, not yeah. when there's so much shit Nana, going on. Ace, if you put down the chicken wings, maybe you'd have a hand free to... And, I <laughs> and again, I don't know why the... I'm trying to say it. It's just so quiet. Hopefully you lot heard that. Who knows? Uh... But yeah, all right, there's so much to get through today, so we're just going to kind of go through it as quick as possible. Um, just for anyone that might be listening for the first time, because I've been forgetting recently, uh, we have a very unique rating system. We call it a chicken rating system. If we think someone's absolutely terrible, it's absolutely completely shit, void it, it gets bones. Next bones. up is a quarter chicken, bones. then half chicken, then three piece, and if it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um, so that's chicken. just our rating... <laughs> You're not serious. <laughs> that's just our rating system. Mm. Um, I've just had so much to do. We normally record on a Sunday, which gives me a little bit more time to sort myself out and get everything watched and have everything done in to the best of my abilities. Um, recorded to a Saturday. I didn't fully check my notes, realizing that I had a dentist appointment, I had a rugby match, I had all sorts of crap to do today, and yeah, just cut myself a little bit slim. And then also as well, there's there's one or two things that was posted in the dot that I could not not watch because someone had it in their week and obviously I would want to talk about it. So I had to like move things mm. about. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go first, which normally I save myself till last. Um, so opposite episode seven and eight um, of season two, this season has been much better than season one. Um, episode seven was, we, we, they stuck with the um, routine of doing a whole episode just on the wall. Um, again, yes. that episode alone was probably a whole chicken. Um, nice, but uh, the season as a whole, yeah, is a three piece. I think the last season, season one, I might have given it a half chicken. Um, mm. But if they can keep it at this level, like I'm down for a season three. If it drops down to season one, I will probably mm. watch it, but I won't love it. Like I like a lot of the jokes landed this season for me, and um, I found myself like actually paying attention to the show. Where season one it was for the most part was back in the background. Um, yeah. T, are you up to date now? No, no, I still, I still need to catch up. I've okay. only seen like the first two episodes still. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, you've got you, you can catch up and let us know your thoughts on that. I'm gonna, uh, sorry, go I'm gonna binge that one day and then I'll, 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 I'll catch up nice, next, nice, next nice. episode. 
Come uh, I've again randomly I started watching Archer. I've like done the first five seasons. Um it's still as funny as ever. I'm still really enjoying it. Um if you have never seen Archer, I would highly recommend it. Uh Camp Cretorus uh season three. Um this... Whoa, Camp what? Camp Cretorus. Isn't Cretorus. it Cretaceous? Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Oh my god. Cretaceous. Cretaceous. What's that in there? It's the dinosaur. Yeah. Anime was freaky, but it's, damn. The, it's a dinosaur. It's, 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 it's the Jurassic Park anime that they were well, not anime like so, so, so Cretaceous. 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 The Cretaceous oh, spirit. Okay. That's a clip. Yeah, I thought like yo, hentai or something. Do you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you're not, I'm not serious. Um, so yeah, season three continues on the adventure of, of six teenagers and their ankylosaurus trying to escape Isla Nublar. Um, and I think this season was back to like it being good again. I'll give it a free piece. Um, I liked how it, it tied in more with um the newer movies. So like, I think it was um, is it for is this for, the Jurassic Park thing? Yeah. Okay. So oh, Cretaceous Park. Yeah. So the second movie was it called for, Forgot Fallen Kingdom or something like that? I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, so in the beginning of that, you see a scene where these guys are trying to escape from a helicopter and then they've put mm. that shot in this animation to link tie it in. So I, I really like that. Um, you know, you get to see like more of the big bad. You get to see um, a, 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 another hybrid dinosaur they've created. Um, they're still stuck on this damn island. They're probably... Mm. <laughs> um, well, actually, they, they, they left, but let's see if that, that is fully the end. Um, but yeah, it's really enjoyable. If you've got kids that like dinosaurs, if you watch season one and two, or, or, or and you watch season one and two, I would highly recommend you watch this. Um, it's just a really fun show, especially if you like dinosaurs. Like, there's no too, no, yeah, there's not too much to go with there. Um, Demon Slayer. I did a rewatch of Demon Slayer. It's only it's only flogging a load of um like toys to go with this camp Cretaceous as well. You know, oh, is like, it like uh. Is there like a Mosasaurus in this series? Uh, I'm gonna guess so. Fucking <laughs> swimming thing, swimming one. Oh no, you only see that like in that little scene that ties in with the film, <laughs> so not necessarily too tough. Um, so um, yeah, so I rewatched Demon Slayer again. It was nice that it was on Netflix. It was just a nice easy binge. Um, didn't have to worry about browsers loading. I didn't have to worry about them awkward adverts pop-up ads come up um we're gonna talk about that more in detail on a bonus episode that we're gonna be doing with um with the anime freshman and hopefully uh marvy b will join us on that one but i would say that um it was like the first time i've seen martin in person in like probably six months so mm. it was nice to see him see his girlfriend and it was nice to go to cinema it was the first time i've been cinema probably in like what 16 months maybe um so oh, yeah <clears throat> It was nice to do that. Cool. Um, I'm I'm not gonna bury the lead too much. But like I said, we're gonna talk about it more in the bonus episode. But Demon Slayer gets a whole chicken. It was absolutely amazing in IMAX. Yeah, um, so What I would say is that I remember when it came out, I was like, "Oh, this is hyped," and I remember like getting towards the back end of it, I was like, "This is good," but like, I wouldn't go as far as everyone. Like everyone was like, "Oh, this is the best anime ever!" Like it's this the best. And mm. I was like, "It's good," mm. but I wouldn't put it up there. Rewatching it, like it's like I said, it's still a whole chicken. Um, but I didn't realize like how like beautiful animated, how good the story was. That's like no fillers, it pretty much cut to the chase. Um, yeah. it was really good. Um, yeah, but mine was just again because I don't think you're gonna be on tomorrow. What's your rating for Mugen Train? Um, yeah, Mugen Train is a whole chicken. I mean, uh, story wise, obviously, story is the same as the manga because I've already seen the manga, I wasn't too tough on watching this, but watching this, I really thought that it was beautifully uh portrayed. So, 100%, if anyone's read the manga, 
they should definitely check out the movie as well because the movie does mango justice 110 percent um i really like the way they portrayed all the emotions and things like that because sometimes in mango you just don't get those emotions you mm-hmm. know that okay cool maybe a character something's happened to a character but in this you actually felt the the the, the you know the pains of characters the emotions that they were going through things like that and they just added to the atmosphere yeah um we watched it imax as well so um I think um, I, I think the whole mu- that music, um, the way everything sounded, just added so much volume to the to the movie. Um, yeah, so yeah, like again, uh, whole chicken. Um, you know, the action's there for action junkies like Nana. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 drama is there, so you know, all everything that happens in between fights and whatnot, that's all there. It's all beautifully told. Um, so yeah, hundred percent recommend it. Nice, nice. All right. Um, oh, sorry. And you know what? Sorry. Speaking of uh, now, the world demon slayer. Just I'm just going to read out the um, regions. So basically, uh, demon slayer's uh, film record on the global box has been broken down by region. So um, just to give you, say, the top maybe four or five regions, right? So Japan has had seventy percent of the uh, off tickets sold, and that's just over twenty nine uh, or just under twenty nine uh, million. We then have uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and I, th- I believe you pronounce it Macau. Um, that's that 3,350,000 tickets sold. Next is Southeast Asia with 1.5 million. Uh, then South Korea at 2 million. So, and, oh, and um, I believe the last one is USA and Canada at 3.5 million. So it's done some amazing rounds around the world. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I don't think it's just all hype, especially after seeing the movie. So um, I'd say definitely give this a go. Definitely uh, go ahead and watch it. Just reinforces that. Yeah, and season, and season one, again, for anyone like, season one is 26 episodes. The movie mm. is the bridge between season one and season two. Um, this is, I, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop because we're going to talk about it more tomorrow. Um, <laughs> close enough season two. Um, this season was a lot funnier than season one. A lot of the jokes worked a bit better. Um, there was a lot more um, pop culture reference that just landed. Um, let me just quickly pull up my notes. So, uh, so close enough is a series, um, a surreal take on transition from twenty something to thirty something. The show revolves around a married couple juggling such everyday challenges: parenthood, friendship, theft, stripper clowns, and choosing the right day. Guess and all. Um, it's Wait, there's stripper clowns. Yes, stripper clowns. Uh, Jay Quintel <laughs> as Josh, Gabriel Walsh as Emily, James Domian as Randy, Kimiko Glenn as Bridget, Jessica DeCoco Decau- as Candice, Jason Manzukis, who everyone knows from the league and Big yeah. Mouth and all that stuff. There's Alex, uh, Daniel Brooks as Paul. Uh, it was just a much funnier season. The jokes just landed so much better. Um, I wasn't like rolling my eyes and just being a bit bored and just watching it for the sake of sake, sake of it. Again, they stepped up on season two. So if they keep within that vein of form, um, I'll continue to watch it. I don't know if they did the same thing with season one, but with season two, each episode in a sense consisted of two episodes. Um, so even though there's eight episodes for the season two, it was actually 16 episodes. Um, and I thought that just worked and it was real. And again, I, I probably wouldn't have recommended season one, but I would definitely recommend season two. I don't know if there's any jokes that carry over that you have to watch season one, but if you're a fan of um, J.G. Quintel, who was the creator of the regular show, uh, I would highly check it out. Um, anyone else seen season one or any of that? Nope. Nope. 
No. Right, cool. Uh, Bad Batch episode four and five. Um, <laughs> do you know what? This show started off really strong. Um, I must still say it's a f- the episodes are sitting at like a free piece, but it's not got that. It hasn't continued that oomph that I thought it would go for. And you know, I don't know how many episodes episodes we're getting. I want to say I think I heard someone say we're getting like twenty four. Wow. If it's Jesus. anything like Clone Wars, then yeah, probably. Mm. So maybe and they're going to be released week by week. Yeah. So maybe yeah. because there's so many episodes, why it's not like fast paced and like you know they're building up a bit slower because they know that there's a, like they don't have to do this in eight episodes or ten episodes. So if we are getting... then saying that the last season of Clone Wars was quite short. And this is like a Disney Plus show. It's not like a like a. How many episodes was the um, How many episodes was the clo- um, season? The final season of the Clone Wars. I think like I don't know, but it was a short amount. Maybe even like eight, like eight, ten around that kind of area. Mm, trying to. Uh, I believe it's twelve episodes. Maybe 12 episodes. yeah. I was thinking maybe twelve. Yeah. Yeah, twelve is twelve. For what? Twelve in season seven. Mm-hmm. 13 in season 6 20 in se- season 5 <laughs> 22 in season 4 Jesus 22 yeah. in season 3 22 in season 2 and 22 in season 1 so they they kind of like whittling them down slightly aren't they yeah mm. um, I'm, it's, only, it's only showing me on fire so I'm pretty sure I saw someone that's going to have 24 episodes mm. that would be cool if it does well, they decide to extend it. Um, yeah. Um, so we've been at the Bad Batch because um, obviously we're, we're we're doing two episodes worth, right? So episode four, uh, episode four of the Bad Batch. Um, I thought I think I gave it a three piece. Um, so the reason why I give it a three piece is that we see Fennec first of all. Um, she's the bounty hunter that we also see in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And can I just say how freaking young is she in this one? Does she have to be in this one oh, to shit. look as good as she does in the Mandalorian? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Fucking hell. <laughs> you know, you know that you know the trope of uh, Asian pe- Asian uh, features just don't crack until a- a- I swear <laughs> Asian a- until they a- hit sixty or something. Yeah, like they they will look like so zero to sixteen. They will look like you know they're from a child and they'll grow up. But then from like sixteen to sixty, they just look exactly the same. And then yeah. and then they just, and you just click your fingers and it's like wow, you're now old. Like what happened? There's, there's no like there's no like gradual transition. It's just like just look the same. Just look the same. Just like oh shit, I'm old now. <laughs> Legit, mm. yeah. So um, she was really cool in this one. Sorry, in episode four as well. Um, it was also nice seeing Astromex working with uh, the clones again because um, a lot of times, especially during the Clone Wars, you only saw Astromex with uh, with um, the clones, obviously because of the Clone Wars and stuff mm. like that. And I think that episode did well to highlight the relationship between Hunter and Mega, as you know, um, Hunter has grown to care for Omega more, things like that. So I thought it was a really good um, episode. With episode five of the Bad Batch, um, we saw that Zygerians again. Zygerians are the ones that kidnapped up the Soka in the Clone Wars series. So if you're not there yet, T, um, that's a little spoiler there, but it doesn't ruin the entire episode for you. So Is that the lizard, the lizard race? No, so Zygerians are the um the, they look a bit like uh lions, like anthropomorphic oh, okay. lions. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. No, no, I haven't seen them in that's, Clone Wars. Yeah. That's that's a little bit racist, isn't it? So the the lion the lion tribe are called the Zygerians. It's basically Nigerians. Fucking hell, do you know what? Just funny. I, I heard Zygerians, right? And I was thinking to myself, I've heard Zygerians in another um, another in another show, and that show is uh, 
uh, Rick and Morty, mm. where Rick goes, oh, these bloody Nigerians. I was thinking, no. <laughs> and, and the way he described mm-hmm. it was, I was like, again, the typical uh, scammers and obviously people associate Nigerians with people with scammers <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I thought I was like, no. <laughs> every every play, every planet has them. <laughs> um, so uh, we saw the rank called Muchi, um, who is one of Jabba's pets, uh, but she would be the rancor that we see in Return of the Jedi. Uh, that one is currently male. I think the name is something like Pisha, Palisha, something like that. So, oh, okay. yeah, we will see that one in there. And uh, we also see, um, uh, well, Bib Fortuna gets a bit of screen time in this one. Bib Fortuna is uh, Jabba the Hutt's right hand man. That's the guy with the long ass, I don't know, I don't know, it's a tentacle on his head. Um, but it's the one that it wraps around. He wraps it around his neck, basically. So that's been Fortuna there. Mm. Um, and so with this one, I'm giving this one a half chicken. Um, for me, it's just uh, it felt like a like a run on the mill um, mission, if anything. So I think maybe towards the end, it had it maybe it carried a bit more substance to it. Um, mm. But other than that, this this episode itself didn't add anything uh, to me for the series anyway. So, oh, sorry, to the to the Star Wars universe. So, half chicken for this one. Yeah. Mm. T, you up to date? Yeah, yeah, I, I watched them as well. Um, episode four, um, I thought it was a good episode. I'd maybe give that, yeah, like a free piece as well. Um, I didn't even clock after the first viewing that it was the chick from... Uh, Mandalorian, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, they kind of uh, bring it up again in episode five, like they mm-hmm. they go to that person to get information on her. But yeah, well, I was thinking as well, like how old is she in Mandalorian? Because if she's in this, this takes place like the just after Order sixty six. Oh, yeah, and then so so Luke's just been born, right? Yeah, and then the Mandalorian takes place after Revenge of the Sith. So yeah. Luke's like what in in his twenties by then, mm-hmm. but then by the time Mandalorian comes around, he's even a little bit older. Like so, only know. only a little bit. So it's little it's bit been older. maybe like forty years. So she's what in the matter I say she's like 50, 60. Yeah, but she's she, she looks she looks damn said, like, good for forty, <laughs> and she moves damn she, well as well. Yeah, I, I don't know if she's that old, but like I didn't I I didn't see her as being old like that old in the mandalorian but then after seeing her in this i'm like right she must have been at least like in her 40s do you know what i mean mm. it's, the but, uh, it's the force <laughs> yeah it's the force just using the force to stay young yeah i guess and they say they say black don't crack but i guess asian don't be aging yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how old but, is the um, actress that plays her huh how old is the actress that plays her oh that i don't know i don't know mate I don't know, uh, but you're, you're 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 asking us to do research now. Nineteen sixty-three. So what? Fifty. Sorry, bad of math. Seven thirty. <laughs> Carry the one. Let's <laughs> say fifty-one. She's like fifty-eight. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, canonically, that would probably be around the age she. Yeah. Is. So if she was like eighteen there, because she it did. I think they did say like she's like one of the youngest bounty hunter that's just popped up on the scene. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so if, if she is 18 and it's been 50 years, she's 58, that that would work. Do you know what I mean? That would fit the timeline. I guess so. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just kind of threw me off a bit. But no, I guess it does make sense. Mm. Um, she, but no, episode... In, episode... 
I was just going to say, she does look like amazing in um, uh, Mandalorian, doesn't mm. she? Yeah. But you can tell she's not like a spring chicken in the Mandalorian. Yeah, she's yeah. like a, an 18 year old or anything like that. Mm. Lots of makeup. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, what, what did you think of these episodes, Stevie? Um, it, quite like you guys are saying, it's it's certainly not like fast paced. I feel like they're really kind of like they're, they're doing the whole thing where like we've got a series so we can just flesh out all the characters. Uh-huh. So when shit goes down, I'm sure later on in the series when shit goes down, we're really going to give a fuck. Like, yeah, and we're really, it's really gonna it's really gonna hit home. But that said, it is kind of slow. <laughs> well, I, I've just seen that the uh, episode count will consist of 16 episodes. So we're okay. a quarter okay. of the way through. That's still a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. Decent I, amount. Don't get me wrong, I'm still enjoying it. I, I, I love the animation and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very invested in what's going on. But mm. it does feel like it's just, you know, like... They travel here and travel there and I don't quite know I don't know with with Mando there there was a bit more of a sort of a, a point to it almost you know like the this story I I don't really feel like they've quite kind of nailed the whole like this is the point of the series it's there's just mm. a lot of stuff going on and there yeah. it still feels like they're building the universe and building all the characters I think so too because I think that the Bad Batch would be, again, I, I know I've said it several times now, but I honestly think that in, in addition to them sort of showing us what the world within the Empire looks like, because obviously Mandalorian is when the, it's the fall of the Empire, after the fall of the Empire, this is as the Empire is building up. I think the point of it is so that we can see that, you know, see that the Empire being built up. Um, look at how people talk about the Republic compared to Empire. Um and I think it will lead down to the replacement of the clones, which is why I keep mentioning uh, the Battle of Camino. Um, mm. So that's that's what I think it is. I think maybe in between all of this, they're doing. I mean, these are small, major, small events. It, or say, sorry, these are few major events in the Star Wars universe. So I think you know, whilst they're doing all of that, they're just showing us different bits here and there, um, gearing up to the to that. But again, I have no idea if it's going to be um, just this season or is this going to be a season two to it um you know to further extend it to the uh uh battle of camino so that's just the way to see for me i'd hope they continue it because i i am enjoying it like maybe mm. like the, the the first episode um open with a bang do you know what i mean like that really grabbed my attention mm-hmm. and since then it has kind of it, it, in a way it's kind of similar to mandalorian where it's like each episode is becoming like its own little side mission, uh-huh. which which in season two, especially of Mandalorian, was the case. But I'm I, like like Stevie said, I'm invested in the characters. Um, I enjoy watching them, like uh, and just the banter between them. Um, this, considering we're on episode five of this show, it's it's grabbed my attention a lot more than Clone Wars initially did. Like saying that I've just finished season three of Clone Wars and, and that was amazing. Like I'm fully invested in Clone Wars now, but the first two seasons was quite, uh, it was entertaining, but at times it was like, all right, I've got to get through. And the, the episode count was high as well. Mm. So it's like, all right, I've got to get through these to start getting to the real juicy stuff. And you know what I mean? But, but this show, I, I'm enjoying it. Like the writing is solid. Everything progresses naturally. The the action is exciting. 
Nah, he's cut off for me. Seeing the yeah. sorry, you cut off for me. I don't know if you cut off for everybody else. Yeah, he cut off for me as well. Yeah, you cut off. And me. Mm. Boom. Time, time for Saxon. Tia, are you there? I think it's quite cute. Tia, you've been cut out, so we didn't hear any of what you just said. Yeah, the last minute, if anything. Oh. Mm. Okay. Wow. The last minute. Yes. Well, all right. Thirty seconds. Let's say thirty seconds. Okay. No, I was just, I was just saying that I, I think it, the story progresses naturally. The writing is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the action is exciting, um, and seeing the like Martin said, the relationship between um, Hunter and Omega kind of develop is quite cool. Mm-hmm. But also seeing how Wrecker is kind of become very protective of her as well, I think, is really like kind of cute. <laughs> but um, like like Wrecker, Wrecker's becoming one of my favorite characters. I like how in episode four there was kind of that moment where there was going to be like a showdown between Wrecker and um, whatever her name was, the the bounty hunter from Mandalorian. Fennec. Yeah, Fennec. and then as he charges towards her, she just does one quick little and then just bangs his head on the thing and is out. I hated um, that. I absolutely no. hated that she took out Wrecker in like ten seconds, and then the next episode you just got him going against um. Where the, the, the Muchi and just absolutely just oh I I didn't like that. Well no, that that shows the skill of, of the bounty hunter. Do you know what I mean? Like it's all about like she she essentially Dexterity. used his weight against him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like she just dodged it and, and made him fall and smack his head. So it's like it's not a thing about strength. Like she's obviously not stronger than him, but she's maybe a more skilled I don't know, fighter or maybe her style just goes goes well to counter his. But I, I didn't mind it. I, I was looking forward to this fight. I was like, oh shit, it's going down. And then when she did that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but then... Yeah. But oh, it's not going down. Yeah. It's not going down. He's going down. Oh, he's going down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, but no, I thought it, it, was a, it was a natural progression, do you know what I mean, of, of, of the story in that episode. And, and the same with episode five, like finding out that Moochie is actually the rancor was quite a good reveal um and then like because before that the the woman who gave them the job is on a hologram call with someone and it looked like i thought it was what's his name jabba's like right hand man so when it was was the rancor i was like oh shit that's the rancor that's that almost killed luke but but martin's saying it's not so maybe they've got like a little like kind of a, a farm of rancor out there somewhere um but no, and, and then to see how, because obviously the Rancor escaped, they needed to get it. It had that like monster battle with the other thing that I thought was quite cool. And then um, obviously like they helped out the, the Rancor and then Wrecker kind of asserted his dominance. And I don't know, I, I, I like that. But I think the writing's good. Like it's natural. There's no like contrivances or anything like that. For, a, for, a, for an animated, like essentially it is a kid's show. I think it's quite well written do you know what I mean I think that's Dave Fellini still doing his thing there mm. but yeah, I'd give maybe episode 5 maybe a, a half chicken but as a whole so far I think the show's still on maybe a quarter chicken but it has potential once they get back to the whole clones and what the and show altogether is only a quarter chicken you said no, three piece. Sorry, three piece. I was gonna say what? No, no, no. the show's a three piece, <laughs> but it has, it has potential to have some whole chicken episodes coming up. Okay, yeah. cool. That's more like it. That's more like it. It's about to start cussing <laughs> you out, but you know, each to their own. Obviously, we we won't always have the same opinion on on things that we watch. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I love this show, man. It's good. Alright, cool. So the next thing, um, obviously, last week we had our like our celebration for our hundred episode, so we didn't really get to, we didn't really review anything. Um, but mm-hmm. Modoc dropped uh, episode one and two. Um, I don't really know anything about Modoc. Um, what's it called? Machine of Death of Kill or something like. What, what was it the acronym for? I can't even remember, man. Something, so, something of kill and I was just like okay <laughs> um, so it centers around an egomaniac supervillain with a really big head and a really little body who struggles to maintain huh. control of his evil organisation and his demanding family uh, it's be- um, it, sorry very quickly it's it's mental slash mobile slash mechanised organi- organism designed only for killing okay yeah, <laughs> um yeah, I'm not really too familiar with this this property, this Marvel property. Um, mm. I'll say right now, I'm saying like, like a half chicken. It's funny in really? mo- funny in moments, but I'm just not like excited about it. It's all right. Um, the the time traveling episode two was funny, um, but so far, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's the animation style. Um, I don't know, but right now I'm not sold on it. I'm obviously gonna keep watching it, but like I'm not gassed on mm-hmm. it so far. Okay. Uh Martin. Um, yeah, I like the first episode to be fair. The first episode felt like um if you've seen Robot Chicken or anything like that, that's what it felt like to me, but it's like Marvel's yeah. version of Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. Um so I thought it was stupid funny. Um but Modoc in aim is absolutely hilarious. Um mm-hmm. just because he's uh, of course, cause for 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 the name that he has, right? He he just appears so like useless in a way. Is <laughs> he knows he knows how to do stuff, right? But he doesn't know how to get it done. If that makes sense, so he can yeah. build he can build you know practically anything. But then just his application, that. yeah. But then his application of what he wants it for it just goes out the window. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to shrink myself to the size of blah blah into this person's brain and. Why do you need? Why do you need someone to like use like a blow dart to get you from A to B? Why can't you just I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say, I say blow dart. It was also gun, but regardless, I mean, surely there's there's a smarter way of doing this. Like, why don't you just build yourself like some sort of submarine slash aircraft type thing that can mm. just get you from A to B without that? But the magic you know. school bus do it every week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> take notes, exactly. Take notes. So um yeah, I feel it's funny and also seeing characters like Ultron. Like Ultron is just a gag um gag character because he got reduced to a, a, a toaster and a juicer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> all that all that ladder. dread and a ladder, bruv. All that <laughs> dread that we, that he built up during Age of Ultron movies, right? Um even in the comic books, but he's absolutely insane. And it gets reduced to a friggin' juicer or a toaster. That is hilarious. <laughs> um and so episode two was more was more of that as well. Just you know him just doing dumb shit as well, taking his wife for granted and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I I give this so episode one was a three piece for me. Episode two was as as a half chicken I think for me. But so mm. far I'm enjoy I am enjoying the series. Um, I also think that I don't know if, um if Modoc is designed to do this, but I don't know if they're given subtle hints as to what may happen in future um, Marvel movies. Like um, in this episode, I'm uh, sorry, in episode two, they talked about this, a celestial object or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that one of the aim, I don't know, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy whose arm was lost in episode mm. one, um, <laughs> who's holding it. And then, <laughs> and then Modoc goes, funny. 
Exactly. And everyone goes, like, oh, that's that's radiation. That's some seriously bad bad radiation. I mean, basically, <laughs> no you're kids. not gonna have kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I think that they it might be used to just drop small hints as to what we might see in the movies. Um, so if yeah, someone's we, paying attention, or if you guys pay more attention than I am, then yeah, share if you know you've spoiled anything. We've even we we even got a mention of Cerebro. I'm pretty sure in episode two as well. Yeah, we yeah so, we got a mention of Cerebro and the, um, and the yeah. cosmic cube. Mm. Yep. So who knows? Maybe these mm. are all just sort of heads to drop in. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I'm I'm surprised how. Um, I mean, looking at it now, it's it's obvious that it could only be the case but i was surprised how connected it is to the rest of the marvel universe i, I thought it was going to be quite just focused on him, him but obviously he's part of aim i mean iron man was in the first episode mm-hmm. they talk about pin particles yeah um, yeah oh he's yeah his manipulation of the pin particle was so funny yeah. <laughs> when he was like I've, I've perfected it or something like by making it a chewable something like that yeah. i can't remember but it, it i think it's hilarious man I, i'm 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 a hundred percent in on this show already. Like I think the first episode was maybe a three piece, and the second episode I'll give a generous three piece as well. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, Patton Oswalt as the voice of Modok is perfect. Yeah, hundred percent. He suits he is. it so perfectly, um, and just seeing, like Martin said, he he knows what to do, but just not how to do it. And like a, an extension to that is, if he he without the family aspect of it like he'd be a pretty good villain do you know what i mean like he's per- yeah. he's a good villain he, he he can do shit but he just can't function in this family scenario because like his design as his name says only for killing mm. so <laughs> how he's going to raise a family and shit is 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 it's just funny man it's a, it's a good it's a good kind of concept for the show um i just don't figure I, out how people don't just know that he like Modoc's got a family and just go arrest him. Do you know what I mean? Like his little his his daughter just looks obviously like him. So you just put two and two together and just you know can't afford. Mm. But I think that's just the absurdity of the show. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a realistic take on it. It's like a like like Martin said. It's like robot chicken. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like it it's it's not really. Um, I don't know. It's like it's like Rick and Morty. Like. Rick, uh, Morty can just walk through a portal into the school cafeteria and no one bats an eye. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it's like, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm into it. I, I'd give the show a free piece so far as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the animation. I didn't know it was stop motion. I thought it was like a CG kind of thing. So yeah. that kind of surprised me. And I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Again, that whole adds to the kind of robot chicken kind of feel to it. Um, but like the jokes, all the jokes are landing for me, man. Like even when Iron Man in the first episode when he's fighting Iron Man and Iron Man's watching like British Bake Off or something in his helmet. Yeah, yeah that's that made funny. me laugh. <laughs> that <laughs> um, is funny. In the second episode when they're at the concert and the guy's like shouting out about some new band and he was like, he's like, um, oh, kill him, like kill him now and he's allergic to strawberries and like these are all names yeah. of the songs and shit. Like that made me laugh. And then he was like, the woman, uh, his wife saw and she, and then he was like, your husband's up to something and she's like is that a name of the song and he's like no that's just my opinion. Hey, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I would follow up, if I I'm, I'm all for that type of humor man it is giving me jokes fair, yeah fair, last, fair. Last, lastly for me um i just want to say that um honestly i think that 
because because the way um you know um Murdoch also does things like uh, you know talk about British Baker for example, which is obviously something that happens in the real world. We never talk about. We haven't seen any of the Avengers talk about things, but I guess besides Deadpool, talk about things that are outside the Marvel universe. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, this is just a, a guess, um, a very very lazy guess, but it could tie into maybe um, Doctor Strange and the uh, Multiverse of Madness, just because you know it's just he's talking about stuff that you know someone in the Marvel universe wouldn't know unless they basically knew our world. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah, true. So, but I mean, I mean, Spider Man talks about Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Chucked out the window. Yeah. That's it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but but. At the same time, I don't think this is going to be... I mean, for Multiverse of Madness, anything's possible because, like, it's all about different dimensions of multiverses. So, kind of, like, similar to Rick and Morty, how if you exist as part of an infinite multiverse where anything is possible, then I guess this show could be one of those multiverse... uh, one of the universes within the multiverse, but Mm -hmm. I don't think this is really going to be linked in any way to the MCU at all Mm -hmm. because this isn't... uh, even though it's on Disney Plus for us, it's not a Disney Plus show like how yeah, Loki Hulu. and Falcon is. This is a Hulu thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's why it comes under the stars um, section of Disney of oh, Disney Plus rather than the the Marvel section. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's connected uh, to the MCU right. in any way, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no. I, like I said, I'm liking the show. I liked how episode two ended um, with obviously them stuck in time. And then they just grew old outside their house, watching themselves fall back in love, and mm-hmm. like it kind of grew their relationship back together again. And then when they get to the point where they they witness themselves in the, about to go back to the past, they just jump in and smash the thing and and don't let them do it. And then so of course all of that never happens. Yeah, they're they're still getting divorced. So it was it was like tragic but funny at the same time. So yeah. I don't know. I, I really I'm I'm enjoying it, man. I, I'm gonna. Definitely stick to it. I'm looking forward to this every week. Fridays are good, boy. Modoc and <laughs> Fez. Um Eden. Eden is a dystopian fiction anime series created and produced by Justin Leach and directed by Yoshuri Ire. <laughs> um the the series is based on a concept by Christopher Ferreira. It follows a city thousand years in the future and the discovery of a human girl in what they believe to be a robot-only time. The first season was released on May twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. I even completely forgot that this was coming out. Um, even when mm-hmm. T posted the screenshots of things that are coming out on Thursday, Friday, um, I just glanced over and I was like, okay, no, there's nothing that we need to watch. And then when Stevie talked about it. I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to watch this. Um, thankfully, it was nice and short. Um, mm. I think I've not, not seen it yet. You've not seen it yet. I, I'm wow. Neither have I. I had this thing. Honestly, I have it downloaded on my phone, but I just haven't. Yeah, I won't go it into. So cool. I, I won't go into any spoilers. I'll, I'll give it a free piece. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy the animation. I enjoy the story. Um, I did feel like because it was so short, some of the emotional impact that they tried to do didn't necessarily hit for me because we hadn't like spent enough time with the characters. Um, mm. The plot is very straightforward. Like you can see where the twist, like where where the big reveal is coming. Like for the most part, by episode two, you know where it's going. You understand who's who. Um, I feel like this is actually like a, a true Netflix original. I feel like this is not one 
that they bought off someone and then they just put the Netflix original on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is an anime that Netflix have actually gone out, produced, produced it themselves and developed it themselves and filmed it, etc. Um, so, you know that... It... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say, is it only the four episodes or have we got more coming? Like, is the four episodes of the, the season and, and that's it? Yeah, that's it. Did you not watch it? Okay. I've seen the first episode. I, uh, I haven't finished it yet. Oh, uh, yeah. I the four... the, um, it's, it's, it's I've a... still got two, three and four, but I, I, I loved the first episode. It gets a, probably a free piece for me as well. I am fully into this. I'm invested. I want to watch the rest of it. I love the, the, like, the two robots like, and the way they talk. Mm-hmm. Everything about it, I'm into this boy. I, I want. I, it seems like this could have been an episode of Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, like, actually, we can make a whole oh. show out of this. Yes, oh, that's pretty cool. This would have been Do you guys dope, know who did the the voiceovers, the English voiceovers? Uh, you know me, my friend. I only watch in Japanese. It, <laughs> dude, you should watch it. So, um, there's uh, Rosario Dawson okay. is one character. David oh, Tennant serious? is another one. Oh, serious? Hey. Hey, and I'm... then Neil Patrick Harris is in it as well. I'm oh, serious. do you know what? Yeah, now that you said that, yeah, like obviously those are voice actors that I I appreciate it. I might actually go back this week and watch that again in English and just kind of have it on the background because, again, I don't want to say no spoilers here, but I'm really interested to hear how David Tennant and Neil Patrick Harris voice their characters. Yeah, um, yeah no. I, I, I watched it in English and I, I didn't realise it was them, but I, I think the voice acting is really good. Um, like for the robots... Um, obviously the little girl is just a baby still so mm. I don't know who ends up voicing her when she grows played up played by but... someone called Ruby Rose Turner who's just done a lot of kiddie stuff mm. Mm. but yeah no I, I, I think the voice act is really good you should watch it in English this is yeah, a good I, 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 I keep saying Netflix actually do English dub very well for all of their shows anything that's a Netflix original wow. Any they're English pulling in some serious is. talent, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, like it, it, like you said, if it's Netflix dub, it's all. But if it's like they've bought it from someone else and they're using their dub, it's a yeah. little, it's a little bit like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But again, like I always find that it, it you get more of a better feel and emotions when you listen to Japanese. Don't get it twisted. There are some yeah that I've listened to in Japanese and I've listened to English, and I'm just like there's pretty much no difference and like they're just as good and like like I said the voice talent they've got and they've clearly spent some money and got people that know what they're doing or maybe they understand the um, the Japanese language so that when they translate it they they mm. give that same vim to the role um, but I kind of think like it, it's not like a blanket statement you can make that the Japanese uh, version is always better than English because you have to take it as case by case. Like Naruto, for example, mm-hmm. I did prefer watching that in in Japanese to the point where even the games, when we bought the games, we set it to Japanese audio. Mm-hmm. But you look at something like Dragon Ball Z, I'm sorry, I can never watch that in Japanese. But I, I, feel, I feel like with that, yeah, because you didn't just listen, like watch one episode in English, like you pretty much watched the whole thing in Jap- in English before even realising, actually, there's actually a Japanese cut of this and hearing that i think that goes the same with probably something like shaman king digimon like it's a little bit and like even pokemon those ones because Mm. like as a child 
you watched that English and you didn't even realize that the you know the lip syncs weren't on point and you didn't realize that it was a different language your mind is so accustomed and I think even now a lot of a lot of people do say this is like it depends on if they watch a new anime it kind of depends on even if they've got a preference for subtitles yeah if they're being lazy and they start it off in like the first five episodes in English they sometimes struggle to go back and listen to it in Japanese because they've gotten used to how the characters sound, especially if the dub's pretty good. I hear, I hear that, but I think in terms of Dragon Ball Z, it's literally just because Goku sounds like a bitch. Like, <laughs> in Japanese, he sounds like a little bitch. His voice is weird, man. And I get what you're saying about being used to a certain voice and then... But then even within the English version of, Jap- uh, of, of Dragon Ball Z, mm. I swear Vegeta's... The voice actor for Vegeta gets Vegeta gets changed at one point because he sounds different from the earlier episodes that he's in, and then later on, like when he's a good guy and that, he sounds different. But in my head, they're both Vegeta. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not too sure. I wouldn't be able to say that. See, like if I'd known you guys hadn't seen Eden, I wouldn't have even talked about it this week. I'd have left that for next week when everyone has seen it. Um, so Mm. please remind me to add that to the list for next week so I can get Martin and Stevie's thoughts because um, I thought you guys are watching watching it. Um, that's why I watched it and enjoyed it and it got through it quite quick. I think it's like four 20-minute episodes. The episodes aren't too yeah. long. Um, but yeah, I, if you're a fan of anime or someone that you want, you know, you want to get into it and, you know, you may not want to embark on a One Piece um, journey or a Naruto journey or <laughs> something small and sweet, and as uh, That's T me, said, boy. you're talking to me right as, now. <laughs> as T said, it's got good English dub, so you're not like thrown off by that. Because, like we've said on many, uh, many the time, I feel like the American voice actors or the American audience like their um, characters to be over the top, a little bit squealy. Where I feel like in, here in the UK, we're a little bit like just give them normal voices. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, yeah, and obviously again, we're also adults as well, so it's not when they're on Fox Kids and stuff, they got the squealy voices because it's been aimed at kids. Um, yeah. So you get that. There's that. All right. Um, I think I'm nearly done. What have I got? All right. So I wasn't going to watch this because we had so much shit, other stuff to watch. Um, and I, there was no way I was letting Thomas talk about this without me having seen yeah. it or like I would have told him not to talk about it. Um, now, I forgot that it was coming out when it came out. I just saw a couple of people post it. I was like, oh, snap. Friends with you. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to watch it eventually. And then when I see T put in his notes, I was like, do you know what? He's putting in his notes here. We're going to have to hmm. talk about it. Um, I really love this. Like, obviously, I, you know, when they originally announced this, I thought it was going to be like, you know, maybe like a 10 episode um, season with them coming back. Um, but then obviously, mm. like when we saw the Fresh Prince model and how they've done that, I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, that's cool. Um, like I didn't cry like some people did. I did got get, get got a little bit like you know my eyes got a little bit cloudy, but like mm. I didn't I didn't cry. But like I was like I was just in the moment of just watching. I was so happy like just mm. seeing them all together, seeing them all grown. Um, like Friends was like aired between nineteen ninety four to two thousand and four. I don't think I started watching Friends till like two thousand and twelve. So. It, it had long gone before I started watching it. And like, for me, it held up. The jokes made sense. Um, before before I, I, I pass on to T and anyone else, um, 
I found it was curious because like the, a lot of the backlash about the Friends reunion is like, oh, why is there no black guests? Why is there no black people? Like this is a perfect time for Friends to address the fact they had no black people in the show. And I was like, actually, they did have black people in the show, and like mm. maybe not a lot, but like every time the, for the most part there was a black person in the show, they were either a manager or they were like showing a super smart or you know mm. they, they didn't go like the normal like token black person tropes you know what i mean um and in this in the documentary you saw that they went to different countries and showed how like you know how what friends meant to those people and again obviously i got a little bit more gas because i'm from ghana and like the people from ghana kept cropped up like three or four times um Mm. so that was nice to see and and what i've always understood with friends yet and again i haven't seen a lot of the um like the other black sitcoms from like start to finish like martin and some of those ones there but like if you did a show about me back in college yeah all my friends pretty much were black so you're all for mm. the most part other than like one white manager at costco that might pop up in an episode here and there because obviously that's why i work all the people that you're going to be following would be black do you know what i mean mm. and so i've it's never- like i mean you're 100% right even if you look because I watched the, I did watch the Fresh Prince reunion as well but mm. even Fresh Prince there were no white characters do you know what I mean I think Hillary was dating a white guy for a while and he, he died like in a, when he jumped off the bungee jump no that wasn't he, Hillary he, he was it, was, race. it was Will's Will's mum sorry I think oh. was dating a, a white guy no Will's 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 auntie Will's auntie was dating yeah that's yeah. it Will's auntie was dating a white guy mm. but apart from that I can't remember a white character do you know what I mean maybe like one of the other judges that Phil knew popped up every now and again. But like you said, when when it's a black show, it's a black show. Like Martin, don't have no white characters really. Like all these shows. My wife and kids can't really think of a white character. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, except for that, the other family that <laughs> that um, Michael was beefing because mm. of the incident at the petrol station. But do you know what I mean? Like if it's targeted or about a certain... Um, Demographic demographic like you said like if it was about us it would be predominantly have black characters because we used to all just hang around and yeah. everyone was black you know yeah. what I mean it don't mean nothing like people take this for certain things they like, take it too for far certain things it, it is important mm-hmm. but for things like this certain people add the race issue to it where it's not needed like yeah. you said you saw clips from people around the world yeah. like Africa Asia everywhere do you know what i mean mm. talking about friends and how some people say like it saved their life do you know what i mean like they was in depression or they was going through this or that or that mm. and then lock themselves in a room and just just watch friends i'd watching friends yeah. and save them do you know what i mean so i don't know man this whole backlash that everyone's going on with about friends nowadays like they the people need to just and and the thing quiet. is this this is the backlash yeah. before they'd even seen it and like i said the moment i watched i was like hold on you know what? Going well, outraged that there was no black people. Like, why am I seeing? I'm seeing black people. Like people, <laughs> yeah. like people are getting upset at Justin Bieber. He was in it for like ten seconds. He did a little yeah. dance in the in the in the um, armadillo costume and then bounced. You yeah. never saw him again. He didn't speak. Like, nah, he wasn't in the armadillo. He was in the space. Oh, the Spodnik. Sorry, Spodnik. He was in the Spodnik <laughs> thing. But like, and then I, I was saw, happy about that because I, I was I was one of the guys that was like, why is Justin Bieber in this? But then when I saw that, I was like, okay. Yeah, and the people are, and and, 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 and again, thing. don't don't get twisted, Jay. Like, I think James like, alright, I I I hate on James Corden a little bit, yeah, just because I'm jealous in it. Like, this guy was like just some basic dude on Gavin and Stacey, and he's like blown up to be like one of the most recognized popular celebrities in the world, yeah. 
And I saw a lot of people hate on him for hosting it. But I thought he did a great job hosting it. I thought like the little slide jokes that he made were, were cool. I feel like he presented himself well. You could tell that he was a friend. Uh, a friend? You could tell that he was a fan of friends. Like, mm-hmm. again, the hate that he was getting on, on social media, I just didn't get Like, don't get it twisted. Like, it's a little bit jarring that like he's evolved in everything. Yeah, you like, there are other yeah. people and there are, I would say maybe there's better people to present something like that. But then... Like you're not gonna get Oprah to do the Friends reunion. Like that, mm. that's not that's <laughs> not. Do you know what I mean? You're not gonna get a uh, Morgan Freeman to sit down. Like even though that would sound mm. awesome, you're not gonna get nah, him. Those, those two names you just said were black. Obviously, they can't be in. A <laughs> but reunion. but even so, I right, like you're not gonna get David <laughs> Attenborough. Know. David Attenborough to sit down and do the Friends reunion. Do you know what I mean? Like it worked, no, and, saying, and yeah. it, it was fun. And like I said, I I was just really happy. And then. Um, when we when they got they gave the explanation of why they're not coming back, um, I was really happy about that because I was like, you know, as much as I would love for them to come back, and there's different stories that they could do with them older, the explanation yeah. that the producer guy gave and that yeah, um, I I just loved doing it, and I and then while I was watching, yeah. I was just like, these lot must be on bank, like oh, <laughs> and then again, as big as a friends fan as I am, I didn't know that like um, you know Chandler and um. Uh, Rachel had already were like had already signed contracts for other shows and you know if they hadn't like came out of their contracts and convinced the people that they were with that they wanted to work on Friends we uh. you know the show may not have worked because especially for um, Chandler um, they said that like the other actors that they brought in just it just didn't bang like they didn't feel like they got the vibe that it would work so mm. and even though like Chandler's not my favourite character he's like very integral because he adds a lot of the comedy like mm. the other like not forced comedy but in terms of like he's adding jokes like everyone else's comedy is just like part of life or they might say something stupid but like his jokes and and how he delivers them and, like his stupid little dance do you know what I mean like <laughs> and, and, and the timing and stuff like that and then just and then just seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff um like it kind of did make me want me to crack out the box and just start watching and start watching some of the extra stuff but I, I'm not going to embark on that journey now but <laughs> definitely at some point in the future I'm going to do that but alright sorry bef- again before I, I'm going to give you T your time yeah I just want to ask a question two questions yeah what show from back in the day yeah would would you like for it to get the Friends reunion treatment I'm going I'm to give that to T first Oh what show would I like to from back friends? in the day so nothing nothing current because that's the second question yeah uh, from back in the day uh, would have to be something where the people are still alive so <laughs> yeah that long ago mm. um, I do you know what I have two answers okay. I have a white answer and a black answer <laughs> alright go on <laughs> my white answer is the Monty Python mm-hmm. I'd love to see them all get back together and do a reunion mm-hmm um, so like John Cleese and Michael Palin and all them man, Eric Idle, get them all back. I think one of them died, uh, mm. Graham Chapman died. Mm-hmm. But I think the rest of them are still alive. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool to see them all get back together. Uh, my black answer would be... Uh, I don't know, because I was going to say my wife and kids. I thought you were going to say my wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, because that is honestly behind Fresh Prince that is probably my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, again, it, uh, Keenan and Kel. I'd like to see Keenan and Kel get okay, reunited, especially a, since they had the whole drama between them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we kind of got it, I think, in SNL. Um, Kel came on the show and they did like a little Good Burger sketch together. Uh-huh. But I want to see Keenan and Kel back together. I want to see the Rockmores and the, the the Mitchells or the was it Mitchells? Kel Mitchell, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see that reunion. So either either one of them. Okay, and 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 um, the same question to you, Stevie. What what I want to say? I I, I kind of I, yeah. I could I could agree on the the Monty Python thing. Actually, I was just. You're talking about Monty Python. I'm like, who who is still alive? And yeah. I think that actually, like, isn't yeah, Chapman's died, but so is um, Terry Gillingham, hasn't he? So yeah, you're right. Yeah, he died re- quite recent, not recently, but relatively recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, but he, the thing he is, was more. He was more the animator. He he wasn't as much. In oh, the... he was fucking his animations were fucking nuts. <laughs> <weren't they? laughs> It was yeah. so yeah, so weird. Uh, I yeah, I mean, they I've seen them do so much, and there's been so much that I've sort of like been involved in, and and so on. Mm. Um, but yeah, it would be quite nice to see them come back. Oh, honestly, you put me on a spot here now to try and think of like what what kind of what show or what type of thing would be good to to have kind of return. I need to put that my thinking cap on about that. I think mm, it's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right, my mine. Um. So, I think. <laughs> do you know? I, I like the I like the white and black uh, uh sitcom thing. So I think for me, <laughs> I would I would love to see uh the, the cast of Blackadder come back because mm. Blackadder oh, for yeah. me. Oh yeah, yeah that would be brilliant. Yeah, because again you have Roy Atkinson, one. you have Tony Robinson. Uh, yeah, him, that would um, be great. Enemy, uh, Hugh Laurie. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean they were pretty interested, especially when it was um. The World War Two Blackadder stuff or World War One Blackadder stuff, I thought that was pretty cool. I think that was also the last season of of, of, of yeah, Blackadder. So. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I thought those were cool. And uh, for a black one, um, my wife and kids, uh, my wife and kids was more like the, I think maybe even the modern version of the of the uh, Cosby Show. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. So. I think, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see those. <laughs> Not to laugh yet, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> if they did a costume, you'd just, how awkward would that be? <laughs> oh, gosh, that would be so awkward. All right, so... And, and I, this... I might have... I, I could probably have stuck, like, Red Dwarf in there, but they have actually come back and done, like, recent yeah. versions of Red Dwarf as like, older men, haven't they? Yeah, and that was an actual show. That wasn't just a reunion. They they actually was it a show or a movie or something? But yeah, they did they did something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and oh, the, and, and, and um, sorry, sorry. So, uh, honorable honorable mentions go to be Family Matters and everybody hates Chris. All right, oh, that's a good shot. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Okay, all right. So the next part of that question is what's like fairly recent that in let's say. 10, 15, maybe even 20 years time, would you like to get this treatment? So I'm thinking along the lines of like, maybe like Big Bang Theory, um, How I Met Your Mother, um, other little sitcom shows like that. For me, even though it's a, it's a little bit old now, uh, I would love to see Scrubs do this because I'm also a massive fan of Scrubs. Um, mm-hmm. And Turk and JD are just like friendship goals um, and just fucking entertain me for... All, all time and I just like the cast and I like like you know it wasn't just them two you had Dr. Cox you had Elliot do you know what I mean you had a lot of other characters that were just funny and part of the show um, so yeah T what what something recent that you would like this treatment in the future Um, 
community, I'd definitely oh, like to see a reunion. Duh, duh. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, there was there was recently on, online during the pandemic, they kind of had a reunion. They got all the um, the cast to come back. Even Donald Glover and and everyone mm. was back. Um, and obviously, they was all on on like FaceTime or whatever. But they did like a um, a table reading. They read through a script of one of the episodes. So that was pretty cool to see. But um, to see them all back together, like in person together, going over everything and just talking about behind the scenes stuff, I think would be really cool. Um, so definitely that. Um, or something modern. I mean, I would say... Um, um, what's it called? Uh, I would say Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But that would probably still be going. <laughs> okay, yes. A reunion won't be needed. Mm. Uh, maybe My my Name is Earl. I'd like to see a reunion of My Name is Earl. Okay. Because that was a cool show and I think it was short-lived. Like, it got cancelled only after four seasons. Mm-hmm. So, I would, I would love to see something with that. All right, cool. Stevie, same uh, question to you. I can't think. I can't think. Sorry. It's too... It's, it's too... This, you know, when you ask, you're like, um, "What have you been watching?" Like, no, I, I need to like put it down on a piece of paper. My brain goes blank, completely no. blank. Okay, no, fair enough. Uh, mine. What is anything current that you've watched um, that you would like to get the treatment in the in the distant future? I'm not sure about. Uh, how how current is current? Has it has it has it has it been like, 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 a year or something yeah, like that? Last, yeah, like, well, last. Couple of years, like again, oh, I, lost like, couple I, years. I mentioned okay. Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother, like again, shows that are just honestly current. All right, well, not current, so, but I, I get you. Honestly, um, I think Big Bang Theory for for one of them, just because the cast just works so well together with you know being nerds and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed that, and I I generally got the nerdy jokes as well. So mm-hmm. definitely that, just to see you know how they put it together X Y Z and all that stuff. Um, and also Blackish because okay, um, that's a shout. Again, Blackish was, wasn't for everyone, but I, I enjoyed it because um, it was almost like, you know, um, uh, Dre's trying to make his family sort of, in, in inverted commas, black, but actually then they're, they're in a mixed community and they flat that it's not, you know, as in they've, they've opened up to new experiences and things like that as well. So um, um, that's just, that's just you know, a synopsis about it. But actually, when you look at the actors and where they are now, um, the youngest one is, you know, she directed Small. Um, was it Small? The one where she's with, um, oh, the chick that plays Cookie Line. I can't remember her name. Oh, Taraji P. Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then she, be, she Taraji P. Henderson becomes cursed or something like that, so it becomes Small, and then it's her. Oh, Little. Um, little, that's it, Little. Oh, that's yeah, little. the Black Freaky little. Friday. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she directed that, right? So it's worth seeing, you know, them sort of come together just showing the journeys of you know, where the show has taken them in their careers and things like that mm. um, yeah I just yeah I think I think that'll be pretty cool so I, I've got one uh, go on, on, I've got one um, potentially I was just thinking about this because <clears throat> you're talking about stuff that's like pretty new so we don't know like how many seasons it might get in the future yeah so it could be like fucking like tons of seasons mm-hmm but it might have just had like a couple of seasons. So like potentially like the Umbrella Academy. Ooh, good oh, shout. We've okay. only got two seasons of the Umbrella Academy, 
but mm. we could have like loads of seasons and, uh, and you know i enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed the, fir- the first two seasons mm. i will watch if they keep churning them out at the same quality i will be watching those and loving them and they've got all these different characters in them in in all the seasons they could mm. be pulling in like some new characters as well who knows what what they're going to do they could have some like a mega fucking reunion in like 20 or 30 years time or something where they're all like old men and old women mm. Mm. that's I a good know. one i do like yeah, that that's one. A, that's a very it'd be point. interesting to see what what's no i can't i can't <laughs> I was going to make a joke about Elliot Page. Yeah, I thought you were going in that direction. Oh. Uh, all right, so um, T, what what did you think of the Friends Friends reunion? Oh, I I loved it, man. I I came up across it by chance. Obviously, I knew it was coming out. Me and my sister were waiting for this. We've been talking about this for a while. Oh. Um, but I literally I, I woke up early in the morning because I was dealing with my baby. Oh. Um, was in the living room and just happened to be looking through the channels and it was about seven T's car and so by the time I was looking around it was probably about 7 50 mm-hmm. and then I saw at eight o'clock the friends reunion was starting so I was like sorry River like it's daddy's turn today you know what I mean no <laughs> telly puppies for you this morning and it was like, it was a two hour special as well obviously because on the TV you have breaks in between and stuff so it was two hours and she sat with me and watched it, boy. I was I was so proud of her. But um, no, I, I loved it, man. I got emotional maybe, uh, I think, two, maybe three times. Like, I didn't cry, cry. Mm-hmm. But you know when your eyes, like, yeah. well up and you yeah. get that feeling in your throat and your belly does that thing? Like, I was about to cry. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I had to stop it. Like, <laughs> But um, the opening, when they're all coming in and meeting each other for the first time... Mm-hmm. And like they're crying, I was like, I, I, I got, I got the, 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 I got that thing in my throat, man. I was like, oh shit, like this, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it through this. But then, um, so that was really cool. Um, James Gordon as the host, I thought did good. I don't, I didn't, I don't get why he got hate. I didn't even mm-hmm. realize he was getting hate, but that's the stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, just seeing like all the references to the show, like seeing. Um, the two mats back in the lazy boy chairs. Do you know what I mean? Oh um, yeah, Matthew you, Perry and you Matt saw LeBlanc they were loving that. And that was nice, man. Just to see that, and even the other cast were, who were in um, Monica's apartment, the, the set of Monica's apartment. <laughs> yeah. Even they were like, "Oh my god, they're back in the chairs." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and so just to see how excited they was about it as well made me even more excited than I already was. But mm. little things like that. Um, I like the quiz. They did the quiz. Um, again, that was from one of the episodes, but they they obviously did it about the show, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And the girls actually won this time. Whereas yeah. the boys won the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how they kept doing like table reads mm-hmm. of episodes and then like intercutting it with the actual episode as well. I thought that was really well done. Um, uh, I liked um, Lisa Kudrow, Phoebe. Mm-hmm. She did a performance of Smelly Cat and. It was funny because she was doing Smelly Cat and then that singer walked in mm-hmm. who I, I guess was, was she the one from the episode? I, I'm not sure, you know. I feel, I, I, I didn't know who she was She because yeah. I don't think a, na- a name popped up below her. No, it didn't. Um, But if it, I don't know, I, I, I couldn't tell, innit? Because I was like, is this just a modern singer or is this like, was this the actual work? Because she still looked pretty young. Do you know what mm. I mean? So I was like, I would have assumed she'd be a bit older by now, but that was funny. And then in my head, 
when they're singing Smelly Cat, in my head, I'm doing Smelly, 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 Smelly Bad, Smelly, Smelly Cat. Like, I'm doing that bit in the background. Oh, snap. So, that's... When, that, so when the choir walked in, and I was like, ah, oh, they smacked it, bro. They smacked it, man. They brought everyone back. Like, that was sick. I like that. All right, all right. I'm... Um... <laughs> oh, wow. Guess, huh? who, guess who that was? What? You got two guesses. It's a very big singer. Was it Lady Gaga? It was Lady Gaga. I thought so. I thought, I was thinking, that looks like Lady Gaga, but she looks too normal. <laughs> <laughs> But then when she said to Phoebe at the end, like, thank you for being the like the, the weird, weird one, one in the show and letting everyone be who they really are, I was like, that's Lady Gaga. But mm. then I was like, surely they would have said, like, here's Lady Gaga. Yeah, so Lady Gaga that's is cool a, though, is, yeah, a like is a that. big um Phoebe super fan. Yeah, yeah, so no, you could tell, man. That's you could pretty tell. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that was cool. That was cool. I appreciate that then, man. Mm. Um I liked when they showed the bloopers. Because yep. again, ha- like owning a lot of the DVDs, I've seen a lot of the bloopers. But then even in this one, they showed stuff that I never even seen. Like um, like Joey um, break, like dislocating his shoulder. I've mm-hmm. never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah, it was nice um, how they tied it into the episode as well. To, yeah, to carry on. Yeah, filming. yeah, because they he had the the cast the the sling around his thing, so mm. they wrote that into the next episode, which was pretty cool. Um, the the ending was when I really was really getting emotional when they was like talking about filming the last episode and like I was, I was it was getting to me man I, I was mm. I, the tears I weren't crying shut up I weren't crying <laughs> do you know what yeah I, this is my sound bad by Jay but I was so surprised when they brought Mr. Heckles out because I was like ain't this dude dead like because obviously he died in the show in it so I kind of thought oh yeah. maybe his character died in real life so that's why they read him out yeah. but when he turned out I was like holy smokes like what yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. they even brought back the um, the barbershop quartet mm. that Ross sent so yeah they brought a lot of good yeah. people back freaking brought back uh, what's her name oh. <laughs> um, oh what's her name Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, yeah, Janice. Janice, Janice there Janice. you go. Oh, wow, I was blanking on her name. Yeah, man, they brought her funny. back, and those jokes. I was just like, especially when there was like, who on set had like the loudest laugh, and there was all like, like um, TV or something. Yeah, and then she come out like, I can't believe you didn't say me. Like, that was <laughs> that made me laugh. Mm. Um, there's a couple people like, I guess I, I didn't think about it at the time because I, I was just loving the experience, but. Mm. Some of the actors, like, they could have brought back because they had a lot of celebrity guests mm-hmm. in the show. Like, even even hearing Jennifer Aniston talk about or just mention Brad Pitt being in the show was mm. kind of like, ooh, Ooh, awkward. Especially when she said that that her her and um, Russell nearly, like, had a thing in it. Yeah, that was nice, man. I like that as well, actually. And seeing all the footage behind the scenes of them, like, flirting and doing it. I was like, oh, Russ and Rachel really did love each other, like, in real life as well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but um no man but yeah no, I, I i fully liked it man I, I liked it it would have been nice to see um uh fuck what's his name um mike the one that ended up with phoebe oh um, paul rudd his name paul rudd but i guess he's too big a star now like to to have the time to do that um, never too big of a star <laughs> yeah no. that's, what, that's what i'm saying he's man. Just... he should have come like that that was part of his 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 origin, do you know what I mean? But then also yeah. as well, keep in mind, like, this was filmed during COVID time, so he might have been, like, the other side of the world and just, like, That's true. travel restrictions. Because hey. even Gunfer, Gunfer yeah. had to do his on Zoom. 
Yeah, like Gunford did his. Mm. Um, I forgot his name again. Paul Rudd could have done it. Yeah. But uh, what's the name? The 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 Ross's black girlfriend, Ross and Joey's black girlfriend. Uh, it would have been I, nice to see her. Yeah. Because she's kind of still doing her acting thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't she? Doesn't she do the voice of what's her name in Archer? Lana Kane. Yeah. Uh, I think she does the voice of Lana. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Anyway, no, I, I, I thought it was good, man. I, I, I loved it. I personally think this one, this reunion. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't quite. I, I haven't seen. And- I, I haven't seen the Fresh Prince one. I did really want to get to it, so I've got. I had something to compare. Um, yeah. But I just didn't get around to it. Um, it's good. The Fresh Prince <laughs> one is good as well. It's, it wasn't as emotional for me for mm. some reason. Friends really like hit my. Because you know what, I, I watched Friends like as it was dropping. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like live, I was ready. I think I can't remember how young I was when I started when I caught up and started watching it. But my, me and my family would watch it as the episodes drop weekly. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like from as far back as, do you remember when Joey accidentally proposed to Rachel? Yeah. I remember that season finale and waiting for the next fucking season <laughs> to see what happens. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that I actually grew up with and, and watched week by week. Whereas Fresh Prince, I think, was done by the time I started watching it. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it was just reruns. Okay. Um, but no, the Fresh Prince one is good. I did get emotional twice. But it was only when they brought up James Avery, because mm-hmm. obviously he died. And they were talking about Phil, Uncle Phil. And then they brought and, out the other Aunt Viv. And, huh? and when they brought out the original Aunt Viv. And when they brought out the original Aunt Viv, because yeah. again... Like her and Will had a big falling out. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize how big their falling out was. Mm. But so to see them back together was really nice. Yeah, um, I, I know it was good, man. I, you'll, you'll enjoy. It. You'll, you'll definitely enjoy the Fresh Prince one. Yeah, well. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get that watch for next week so I can talk about that. Um, mm. But it, yeah, again, like so. Again, I'm a big Friends fan. Um, I one one of the reasons I love Dell was like very early on when we started dating, she took me to like a friend's fest and that's where they had like brought all over the sets for America and had it in like a park in London somewhere. And like Ooh. they had some of the, um, like they had, um, uh, hugs, they had like a replica Hugsy um, because like they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't bring the real Hugsy because that's like in framed somewhere. Because that's Joey's, like yeah, Joey but, won't let you take that. But they did have like some of the stuff on the set that was framed that you could see. They had some of the outfits um, it, cool, it, like man. in glass cabinets because obviously again, like, do you know what I mean? So uh, it was really nice and like it was mad as well because like some of the, the, the set stuff, they had like the price next to them of how much they're worth and it was like, you know, this shoe worn by Joey in episode six <laughs> is like worth three hundred grand. And I was just like, "What the hell?" Maybe not a shoe, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? There was stuff. On, there was there was stuff there that was just like worth a lot, and I was just like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Uh, got to see Monica's um, room. Uh, it, it was just really cool, and I've got pictures on Facebook of that. Mm. Um, That's coming back, you know, Friends Fest is coming back. Is it? Then I'm. I'm I, yeah. I, oh, I don't know. I've done it once, one. but. I don't know, I'm, I'm right here again, you know, because it was just a lovely day out in it. And like, mm. there was like a fun fair outside and there's like, yeah, hot coke. Like, it was just a really cool experience. So again, maybe it wouldn't be, I'll do it again, but it might not be like a date. I'll try and get like a group of people that are like friends, fans and go check and go check it out. Mm. Um, because like, I'm a big fan. I don't think Del's as big as a fan as I am. But again, it was just like a really solid thing that she did for me in it. 
Um, yeah, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's into into friends a lot. Uh, then so, yeah, we might yeah. get might have to organize it because that's, like that's said, one it, person. It was it was it was worth the day. I don't think it was even that much that expensive for what I remember, mm. but it was mm. just really cool and like just seeing all like be actually just be in the set like and see everything like see how it was mm. done. And again, what I did like and what I'm liking a lot more like I'm not a film studies guy. I probably should have done films like the way I I I, I watch films and like. I break things down now. I think it would have been beneficial for me to go to film school, but like seeing how they recorded and seeing how the sets were, how they had all these cameras and like, well, didn't he say something like it wasn't until like season four that they actually started to um, um, have a live crowd? Or was he say episode four? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe uh, episode four because they would have had to record the pilot Okay, maybe, maybe it was that, but I, I remember. I, I remember him saying, "I was like, oh, so they didn't even have like a a live audience till like later on." Yeah. It was just like, yeah, sometimes maybe, like yeah. you know, and the fact that like if a joke didn't bang, they just like rewritten did it again until it did bang, and then recorded that, and it was just really cool, man. And just seeing the whole mm. process and seeing some behind the scenes stuff, man. I I really enjoyed it, man. Um, and <clears throat> again, I don't know if this is just Netflix, um, but I'm liking that there's. Actually, no, tell it like, because even Disney Plus has been doing it with the Marvel stuff. Like, I'm really liking seeing this, these behind the scenes stuff because, like, it gives me a better appreciation for what I've watched or what I, I, do you know what I mean? And and I'm really liking that. And obviously, that is something I will talk about a little bit later. Um, mine. It's also like, oh, sorry, when you really like, oh, sorry. Right, I was going to say, when you really like something, but it's finished, mm-hmm. it even watching like a behind the scenes documentary, it's kind of like, a way of extending your enjoyment of it just that little bit longer. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even yeah. though it's not the actual show, you're still seeing, do you know what I mean? You're still in that world. So yeah, yeah nice, nice man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Martin didn't watch this, but Stevie, did you, have you managed to catch this? No, no. What was it on? It was on like HBO, Sky, wasn't H- it? HBO Max or Sky One. Yeah. No, I haven't got that. Uh, I, I, I gave up Sky ages ago. Yeah, I hear that. I think, I think, I think the thing that will get me back to Sky is like when Game of Thrones comes back. <laughs> Boy, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that one. I, I cut that Sky cord a, a while ago because like sixty pound, oh, sixty pound a month for if not more, man. It was it was wild, it's man. Quite expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right, mine. Fill us up with what yeah, you've been yes. up to. So. um Really, truly, I haven't been up to up to much. Um, uh, this this week of work has actually been insane. Um, but I'm I'm just happy to be working. <laughs> mm. Um, so I think if anything, I've just been playing um Witcher three. Uh, yeah, after, after completely greedful. So what I did was that I played about ten hours of Witcher three, and then stopped to play Greedful because Greedful was recommended to me by the guys at Bosch Gamer. Um, um, it has a decent game, but Witcher, I think, because Witcher Three was just is is just so good, it just dwarfed Greedfall. Uh, Greedfall is something I I recommend for people who haven't played any of the Witcher series yet. Otherwise, they'll ruin it for you. Mm. Um, um, yeah, I also watched the whole um, uh, season of Yojo Senki's. Um, that's that's the only season I saw. Season one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a chibi form of that as well, but um, I haven't um, looked at that. Yeah, I should have planned to look at it. I also watched the Yojo Senki um, movie. Um, but that's been it, really. I um, have been up to much else, but I am planning on uh, 
especially Monday, just blitzing through all the anime, all the um, shows that I need to catch up for, like Eden, for example. So yeah. oh, that's I, it, really. I need well, to do it. I oh, I don't see today. Um, I had American football. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's 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 fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, just ready to you know play our first game, which is in I think four weeks time. Nice. Yeah. Cool, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, Big T, go. Big T, where are you? This guy, man. <laughs> All right, Stevie, messages. Stevie, go. All right. Um. So yeah, I haven't done too much. Obviously, I've been watching, trying my hardest to get through all the episodes of um, Legend of Our Slam, but we could talk about that in a bit. Um, I thought you'd and... finished it because you started talking about episode 199. I said, we'll save that. Really? Yeah. Did you not? Have you not finished I missed, it? I'm a, must have missed that. But yeah, I, was, I, I basically, I kind of got into it, but mm. I haven't finished it. Nowhere near got finished it at all. Uh, well, okay. Because I, 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 I saved that for the main event, but I'm I'm on episode 11. Um, yeah. I absolutely love it. I give it a whole chicken so far. It is a mix of Dynasty Warriors, the game where you get the, you know, um, the story of the three warring tribes, mixing with a little bit of Game of Thrones, and like, I and I also really love and appreciate the like, the strategy elements, um, you know, growing up like war games and like Command and Conquer and those kind of real time strategy games were things that I loved. So this has got a little bit elements of that, and that's why I really I'm really enjoying it. Um, and yeah, I, I can't wait to finish it. Um, what, what what's your rating of this so far? Uh, so for me, um, ah, this is like ah, it's a three piece. It's I, I find it a little bit weird. Like the I'm watching it with obviously in English. Um, I don't know. Are you watching it um, dubbed or subbed? How much it subbed? Yeah. Okay. So it's probably it's probably a slightly different experience for you. But the the um. There's a, a like a narrator guy who speaks all like that, and he's and it's it's a little bit surreal. But like I'm I'm actually really enjoying the sort of like the the developing plot, mm-hmm. um, and um, it feels like you know they have, how many episodes are there? It's like twenty something, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There's twenty five. Um, twenty five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, there's twenty five. All right, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I I'm trying to remember like how many I'm how many episodes I'm through. I am on episode uh fourteen now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've seen like quite a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is like, um, do you remember when like Vinland Saga came out and mm-hmm. um, it was like basically like vikings but like if we put if we put a load of all, like all the vikings and and it was all just japanese culture in there uh-huh. <laughs> and and this was this this is the same kind of thing where they're like it's like the middle east arabian kind of story but like they're all like the the protagonist main protagonist is like this white haired white straight haired lad who's like you know like it just would be like unheard of in like 300 ad or whatever in in Persia or whatever or Pars or whatever you know like in in the, in the Middle Pars. East yeah and um and they're all kind of like you know they they do the way they do stuff is it's so Japanese and so sort of like you know like they <laughs> they they're blatantly you know like they're like fighting with 
swords and things like that but like so much of the things that they do is very kind of like japanese yeah. I said if you replace those swords with like like um katanas or like you know like samurai swords it would be it would just be J- japan yeah. <laughs> so um I, but i'm really enjoying it it's it it's a it's a fun thing and they're really going into depth about sort of like building all the characters and um it's an epic journey um so yeah i think i'll give this like a three piece so far um um it is really nicely animated though isn't it yeah, um, yeah martin, is. martin you said you see you've seen this all before like a while back yeah where what, mm-hmm. what do you remember your enjoyment factor of this was um so actually um when i first watched it i would have given it a half chicken mm-hmm. but now i think because i appreciate I don't know. I think because, I don't know, maybe my political wig or whatever. I now appreciate it a lot better. I mm-hmm. actually appreciate all the subtle subtle season there as well. Um, because I watched it before Game Game of Thrones came out and things like that. So ah okay. After after seeing it now, um, I would I'd give it a three piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's gone up. It's gone up definitely by by a, a grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the animation, story, characters, and cultures are shown well as a nice blend of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um. It's definitely set um, in an alternate reality. That's uh, alternate reality version of ours. Um, I, I would say I don't know um, three hundred BC or however long ago that is. Um, and I like I really like the contrast of the different kingdoms. For example, the Lysitania kingdom um, are heavily religious and they use their faith as a means to justify invading neighbors and kingdoms and killing people, even babies. Which we don't we don't get to see babies being killed in this thing at all, no. children being killed and stuff like that. But it's also uh, spoken about in the an anime. Um, the Parsians are uh, or the kingdom of Pars. They're similar to the Parthians of our world, where you know they have a strong, unrivaled cavalry. Um, and you also have um, Sindra, which is in likeness to India. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the way they utilize elephants, the weapons that they have. Um, I like the characters a lot. Um, even the ones that appear to be trustworthy sometimes can stab each other in the back. So one of them is Rajendra, mm-hmm. um, who was a brief ally of Arslan and then actually asked Darian to be... Um, Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to call it. I think his his proxy, his proxy fighter or something like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, in Game of Thrones, when you had uh, Oberyn, who was oh, yeah, um, it's like your champion Tyrion's. Exactly, that's the word. His champion. Yeah. So he begs for Darren to be uh to to fight in his place. Mm-hmm. Darren almost dies, but ultimately uh, wins the contest. And then after that, he turns on Arslan. So I was thinking, you dickhead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like Arslan, for example, who's the the Prince of Pars, um, actually, you see that he's very, very naive at the start of the series. And he's thinking, why do I have to do this? I'll never have a life of, maybe not in those exact words, like he'll never have a life of hardship, but he'll never see the battlefield. But again, just questioning why he, why is he doing combat training and stuff like that? And then he gets flung into into war and he's like, he actually thinks to himself, okay, I actually need to learn to fight properly. Yep. I actually need to stop paying attention to my surroundings and, you know, trying to navigate um, uh, the politics and understand the war. Um, and obviously, under the guidance of Narsus, he begins to uh, um, understand that. Um, Narsus is the military strategist uh, and the court painter. I think his, he is a very cool character, just calculated everything. So anytime there could be a case where um, allies could turn on him, he's already thinking about that. He's thinking about um, um, weaknesses in in uh, in settlements. Like, are there any... Um, 
unguarded back ways back into the city that that the army can utilize mm-hmm. um are there instructions they can utilize and things like that so i thought it was all really really cool um even etoile um who's the person that kidnaps arslan um i gave her he gave him her holy book yeah uh, so Arslan can educate himself on um the religion um I thought it was pretty cool. And then obviously we see we see her again. To be fair, before she definitely looked like a boy. Um, uh, but we, we understand why it is that she looks that way and stuff. Um but yeah, I thought it's just really, really good. Um again, it, the, Man's the, just dropping the bare spoilers, you know. <laughs> I mean it's not that it's not that many spoilers, it's just names of characters. <laughs> <laughs> and this and to be fair, this is obviously seen in the, what, episode one anyway. Um yeah, I think the episodes um uh, so the parts of the episodes where you know it's more just t- uh, progressing the story rather than actual the war and stuff like that um, or wars um, I think they actually help play a part in build up to the wars so you know all the spying the strategies mm-hmm. infiltrate enemy ranks and cause the confusion from within it, all that stuff I thought it was really good so overall I, I give it a solid uh, three piece so this is also um, like like you were saying like it's kind of based on sort of like real life um mm like Persia um and Arslan's character is is completely based on this chap called Cyrus who mm. basically his father was like very militant and and Cyrus basically uh, oh and it was when like Persia basically had loads of slavery and mm. when Cyrus eventually came to power he banned all of all slavery and this was like two and a half thousand years ago he banned slavery and basically like we all heard about the Persian empire and how yeah. powerful they were. And in the Persian empire under his rule there, everyone was given rights and they were allowed to practice their own religions. And, mm. you know, like, so it was like, it, he created a society where people were actually respected and people's ideas were respected, which, you know, like if you look in the last couple of thousand years, that's been, you know, like it's only now, even now we're getting like, you know, countries where people are being, people's like freedoms of, of speech and thought and, and everything are, are being squashed. Mm. So um, just this, it, yeah, it's good. Um, I, this is this is a fun anime and I can't <laughs> wait to sort of see what happens and and see what adventures he's going to, because he's, he's totally on a, on a sort of like on a journey where he's, he, he's got, he's, he starts off really naive to begin with, and he's learning how to become a king and how yeah. to make those decisions mm-hmm. um, to actually lead people. Mm, yeah. yeah, that was great. Um, do, you, do you guys want to talk about any more? Or should I carry on with what else I've been watching? Yeah, carry on with what else you've been watching. So, uh, yeah, I've been to the cinema uh, last <laughs> Saturday. Um, uh, it was my wife's birthday weekend, and I took her off to see like her Saffa mates. Um, mm-hmm. If so she's from South Africa, so I'm being like derogatory here, so calling them sappers. Yeah, but <laughs> she's got she's got some mates, and they they go and meet. They they met in Basingstoke, and I was like, look, I'm I'm your I'm your, uh, your you know your driver. I'll take you wherever you want to go, and don't worry about me. So I was like kicking my heels, thinking I'm I'm going to be kicking my heels in Basingstoke. So I took my boy with me, and we went and um uh, went to like the cinema there. And watched Godzilla versus Kong, and it was fucking awesome in the cinema. Man, that movie is great. It mm. was so much fun, and it's like 
seriously loud and like my boy was like jumping out of his seat at some points <laughs> it was i would yeah, love was, to see that cinema man oh it was a whole load of fun honestly especially especially me taking my boy you know like it was uh it was like a bit of a father son you know like you know uh experience and was it imax he, or normal like cinema was it what imax, IMAX. or normal um I, I don't think it was imax but um, we were going to go to like the view in Basingstoke, which has got like reclining seats and every every screen is fucking huge and everything. Mm-hmm. But they they sold out, so we went to Odeon instead. And granted, the seats didn't like recline, but they were all bloody leather. And the we there was like I don't know five five or six people in the in the cinema, and we had like slap bang in the middle of the the cinema with no one in front of us the screen was like there it was fucking loud and um it was just such a good experience uh, you know even if it wasn't imax it was it, i think it said it was like strobe or something or i don't know if that's like some kind of special special thing they have on um or if it's just a strobe warning or something but um mm. it was it was really good i mean i haven't seen anything um for so long in the cinema that Maybe it was that that it was just so good to watch something on a big screen with like proper volume, yeah. um, but it was really good. It was definitely good. Um, That's a good film to to watch in the cinema for the first time after a long time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because I was going to try and meet a mate and go and see like Mortal Kombat because I thought it'd be a bit of fun to go and like check out Mortal Kombat yeah. and mm. um, in the cinema and everything. It'd be quite gritty, but then yeah, he can do it, and I couldn't really take the boy to see that because he's. Um, what is it? It's like a fifteen, and yeah. uh, they. I, tr- I I took my my daughter to see a fifteen when she was like fourteen and three quarters, <laughs> and she totally looked like a seventeen year old. And they were like, "No, we need ID." And oh, I was like, wow. oh, I take." So yeah, yeah. I just there's no point in trying to get take the boy into thirteen year old into see a fucking yeah. fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. So yeah, Godzilla King Kong was fucking a. Um, yeah, and obviously this week I've just been watching, um, also, you know, watching The Office I'm about halfway through the last season of The American Office. Oh, nice. Um, and it's got, this this season's got um, Catherine Tate in it, which is oh, surreal. Wow. Yeah, it's got like, you know, British Catherine Tate. And yeah, yeah um, but it's very funny. It's still, they're still delivering on it. It's just a different, it's a different ball game since... Um, since Michael Scott left, mm. um, spoilers. Um, <laughs> in in the last season, yeah, it's, it's quite different. Um, and I obviously watched a few more episodes of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, nice. and they again, yeah, they're just always delivering. Uh, each of those episodes is so funny. Mm. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. If if you like um, Always Sunny, I mean, you've got a long way to go still if you're in the first season. But when you're done with that, watch a show called Mythic Quest. Oh yeah, I've that's, heard about uh, that. That's um, Rob McKelney, the the creator of Always, of Always Sunny. He plays Mac. Um, it, it's another show that he's made. They're on season two now. I haven't seen it either, but I'm I'm gonna get to it because it looks good. What, it's also got oh oh on the internet on the internet. I want to say it's H- I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah, probably. Everything's on HBO Max now. It's either HBO Max or Apple TV. I can't remember. I feel like it was on one of those services. Yeah. 
It's basically it's, on, it's Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, it, it, everything I've heard about it is good. Um, it's it's about like a game developer company and just like Always Sunny, the way they're a group of friends, but they all hate each other. This is like in a work environment in an office, but they all hate each other. Mm. So it's quite a similar thing. Arbed from Communities in it as well. So it's like the coming together of two of my favorite shows. So I'm, I'm definitely cool. going to get to that. Well, that's something I've got to watch first. I think I think I need to watch Community. Oh, definitely. You'll, you'll love yeah. Community. It's so good, man. Yeah. Arbed in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Seriously. man. Don't get me started, man. I'm going to waste time chatting about that again. <laughs> All right, so uh, Steve, you done with your week, yeah? Yep. All right, T, go with your week. Uh, okay, so um, I watched uh, with my wife a film on Netflix that just dropped recently called The Woman in the Window. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars, I can't remember her name, but she was Lois in the um, DC movies. Mm-hmm. Um Amy Adams, I want to say. Yeah, that's it. Amy Adams. Yeah. Um, but it's got Gary it, Oldman in it as it's well. It's got Gary Oldman in it. Um, and Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie's in it. Yeah, briefly, that's... but yeah, he's he's in it. And um, the 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 black guy from Atlanta who's in everything now. Um, he was in Joker. He was in what the bigger one. The bigger one, yeah. Oh, um... it's, it's not Brian Tyree Henry, is yes, it? Yes, it that, might be. Yeah, yeah Brian Tyree Henry. Him, yeah. He's in it as well. It's it's actually such a good film. I'd give it a free piece. Um, it's basically about uh, without well, I, I'm not I'm not going to give any spoilers because there's a lot to this film. But it's basically about a woman. Um, she um, is like, what's that fear where you don't like to go outside? Uh, ag- agoraphobia, is it? Yeah, agoraphobia. So she's got that. And so she's in her apartment. Um, she's recently like split up with her husband, who's got um, um, custody of her of their daughter. Uh, so she lives alone. Uh, she's scared of going outside. And then a family move in to the building opposite her. Um, but what she does, because she's just a recluse in a house, she often looks out the window and just like kind of spies on everyone and just watches their lives and what they're doing and shit. Um, so this new family move in and um, she meets the 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 wife. Uh, Gary Oldman is the dad who, of the family who moved next door. Is it is it um, I'm missing her name again, but there's another big actress in this. She was in uh, the only two films I can uh, come into my mind now is The Big Lebowski. She was. Um, she was in that and she was in uh the second jurassic park movie she was um jeff goldblum's like wife no, i can't remember her name though um anyway what is she playing this she is so she is gary oldman's wife again of the family that move in opposite um is she called jenison jason lee uh, jennifer jason lee or was she mm. called Julianne Moore? Julianne Moore. That's what the, one. the fuck? J- Jane Russell one and Jane Russell two. <laughs> Mate, um, well, basically, that okay, is that spoilers. I can, I can explain. Is this, that. this can is giving it away? Yeah. No, no, no. It hasn't. It hasn't. Because that's that's basically the concept of the film. You, you, if you watch the trailer, you'd see why. So she 
like I said, she watches the family across the street. Um, there's the dad, Gary Oldman, the wife, and they've got a son. And the dad's quite abusive. Like, he's shouting and arguing with the wife, and he looks like he's, like, abusing the son. Uh, the son comes over to, to just visit her and, like, give her a gift because they've moved in. And then, um, and then the wife comes and visits her as well. So she lets the wife in. They really get on. This is... Um, um, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. That's the yeah. So she meets her. They're really getting on. Like they spend basically like the whole night just chatting and busting joke. And then I think the next day, when she's spying on everyone, she looks over at them and Gary Oldman and and his wife having an argument. And then like he he attacks her. Do you know what I mean? And and um and f- from what she can see, like he kills her. Do you know what I mean? So again, this isn't spoilers. This is all like the setup of the movie. So she's like, "Oh shit!" Like he's murdered her. Blah blah blah. She calls the police and everything. But then when the police come, um, they come over to her house, and Gary Oldman comes over as well, and everyone's there, and they're like, "What are you talking about? Like my wife's not dead. Like in fact, you you haven't even met my wife. Like this is my wife." And then some completely different woman comes <laughs> in, and it's like, um, and it's just like it's a mindfuck film. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because she's like. No, that's not your wife. That's not your wife. But it, it that's his wife. Do you know what I mean? He's saying that's my wife. And it checks out, like the police check and everything. And it it because of her um her her mental state as well, like she's she sees a therapist, she's on all these uh, medication as well that she stops taking f- for a while. So she has like these uh hallucinations and visions and shit. So you really don't know what's going on. And and the cinematography no. is done really well. Um, the way the story unfolds, it's like a mystery, but it it really like um oh, I it, it sucks me in, man. And then and and the ending, I'm not gonna say anything, but it resolves in a way where it's like because at one point you're like, so how is this going to be resolved? Like, there doesn't seem to be, like, it seems pretty cut and dry now. Like, the thing's done. Like, what's there else to see in the film? But when it unfolds, you're like, oh, shit. Like, it, it's very well written. I would I would definitely recommend anyone to watch it if they've got a spare, like, couple hours in the evening and want to see, like, a, a nice mystery thriller kind of psychological movie. It's It's very, very good. And the acting is top. Top notch. It's got a lot of good actors in it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it, a, a, a free piece. I would give it. Um, and Gary Oldman is really becoming an old man now. Like he's <laughs> really getting up there, and he's got like white hair in this. And when I was watching it, because um, you know he is, you know Big Mo from EastEnders. Yeah. You know Gary Oldman's his sister, uh, his his brother. What? Big Mo is his sister. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> They're brother and sister. And now, watching this film, now that he's got white hair and he's, he's starting to look pretty old, you can really start to see the resemblance oh, between man. them. Fucking hell. That yeah. is a revelation. Yeah, it's mad, man. It's mad. But, um, but oh, no, yeah. I, oh, my God. I, I highly recommend that, that movie. Highly recommend it. <laughs> It's on Netflix. Um, another thing I've watched uh, is it's an old movie, I think from the 90s. It's called Wishmaster. I'm not going to get too into it. It's just like... Oh, I remember that one. 
Yeah, have you seen? Well, it? Isn't it? Isn't isn't it the one where like um, every wish gets twisted? Yes. Um, and it's yes. like, a, is it is it genie or the, the wish master will grant you any wish? But he's always it always fucks everyone up. They they, they always wish something, and it's yeah, I remember this. This yes. was like, I saw this years ago. Oh, I'm so glad someone's seen it. I've always <laughs> with me. Nice, no, good. Man. It was. I, like, I remember it being a like a shitty shitty movie, but like oh, it is like. Like, but, but it was glorious, <laughs> gloriously <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Of but its time as well. Huh? Oh, it was of its time. You know, like I, yeah. I remember. I think I remember being a teenager sitting down with my mates, getting really like either really like pissed or stoned. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just like watching it, and it like along with a lot of sort of like Asian um, Tartan extreme movies. Yeah. And oh man, those yeah. Good, good times, good times. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good one, man. Any, anyone that's into, like you said, shitty movies of its time, like old dated movies, like definitely check this out. It's on Netflix as well. Um, basically, like you say, it's about a genie, um, but it's about like the original, they're called jinns. They're not called yeah. genies, it's a jinn. And these are like demonic kind of um, spirits, basically. Not spirits, but like, de- like demons, basically. Mm-hmm. And they have unlimited power, but they can only use it in the service of a witch. So a lot of the times, like, he's very, um, like, good with his words. He's charismatic. So he'll he'll talk to someone and he'll get them to say that they want something. Do you know what I mean? Or get them to say, like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I wish, like, something would happen. Or just in passing conversation. And as soon as they say it, he can now use his power. But like you said, he twists their wish. So like at one point, he's he's talking to like a woman um, in like a clothing store. And he's like, oh, you're very beautiful. But you know, like, and his voice is so, oh, I sit. He's like, oh, you're a very beautiful woman. <laughs> but, but, like, but like, you know, that, a, uh, that beauty is, is temporary. And as you age, your beauty will fade and this and that. And he's like, how do you feel about that? And she's like, she, you can tell. Uh, she's getting upset about it because she's obviously this pretty girl who lives her life off her looks. And he was like, don't you wish that you could be beautiful forever? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, say it. And then she's like, I wish I could be beautiful forever. And then he turns her into a mannequin. Do you know what I mean? Because essentially, like, her looks will <laughs> so maintain legit, forever. Like, oh, it backfires like that. That's bad. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, he fucks everyone, everyone over. Um, so the, the the actor who plays him is called a- uh, Andrew uh, Divoff. Yeah. Um, he's like a Venezuelan Russian, a Ru- Venezuelan uh, born Russian actor. He was in Lost, apparently. No, I, do you know what? I thought I recognised him. I'm watching him, and I'm like, this guy looks familiar, but I can't place it. And even now, I he's can't... been in fucking CSI Miami, um, yeah. Criminal Minds. Leverage, fuck, he's been in like loads of shit, hasn't he? I didn't even realize he was in that many things, but again, I can't place who he was in Lost, but maybe that's where I'm I'm recognizing him from. But no, he's a good actor, man. He he definitely did the role well. And there was two nice cameos in this, um, of like horror icons. One is the guy that plays Freddy Krueger, the original Freddy Krueger. And the other one is the guy who plays um, Candyman. You know, the black guy, Candyman. Mm-hmm. So it was nice seeing them in this, like, interacting with this, like, the, the, the monster of this movie, basically. 
knowing that they themselves are horror movie icons, like their own monsters in a way. So it was nice seeing little cameos with them. Um, but no, it's such a good movie. Um, Do you know how many Wishmaster movies there are? No way, there's more. There's, there's four in total. Oh my days, I have a few <laughs> more movies to watch. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to tell my wife when I get home we've got more movies to watch now. <laughs> Uh, do they have? Do they all have him in it? I don't I know. So, um, I hope so. Because the way this one ended, like, did seem like there could be more. Do you know what I mean? Like, so uh, what is it? So, so the next right one's now. called uh, Wishmaster Two: Evil Never Dies. And yep, it's got the same dude in it. It's got yes. Andrew Divoff. Um, nice. Wishmaster Three: Beyond the Gates of Hell. Oh my god! This time, I'm so happy. It's, it's I'm so John, happy right now. <laughs> John Novak plays the gin in this one. Okay, um, and then Wishmaster, the prophecy fulfilled. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I feel good. like I need to go and watch all these again as well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know there was more, man. I'm I'm definitely gonna watch them as well, man. Yeah, because uh, I I re- we really enjoyed this one. It was so. Like you said, of its time, and but it was still well made. Do you know what I mean? And the effects were dated, but it kind of it just added to the enjoyment of it. Do you know what I mean? No, definitely, definitely would recommend anyone that's into watching these type of movies watch that one. I'd give this a a free piece as well, uh, but for 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 different reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh so moving on i like as i mentioned i've been watching clone wars Mm -hmm. recently finished um season three Mm -hmm. season so far i like the way ahsoka is like slightly like her her, she's slightly aging up as the show goes on which is cool yeah um it was nice to see echo uh i didn't realize how little he was in the show i thought once they introduced him in the season i thought he'd be there for a while Obviously, I knew having watched the Bad Batch episodes that he eventually, like what happens to him in the Citadel, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize he got introduced and then, you know what I mean, exploded within the same season. So, so like spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it, but yeah, so to witness Echo's kind of story within this one season was cool, especially now that I'm watching Bad Batch. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also seen the Bad Batch episodes of season seven, so I know where it goes. Um, my God. This season alone has rate, shot Count Dooku up in my rating so much. Like, he was always just that old guy who, like, was sick, but I'd never really rated him like this. Mm-hmm. Ace, you this one episode, bruv, you will love it. Mm. First of all, this character called Savage, yeah, who's a savage, Savage. Mm-hmm. What, what's his second name, uh, Martin? Oppress or something like that. Savage Oppress. Oppress. Yeah. Oppress. Yeah. That, yeah. That's right. Because I've played the I've played the like Star Wars game on on like on on my phone, uh-huh. and um, you could be all these different characters. And he was a badass like character. He was a total like um, tank. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- this I, I've never sick. seen. I haven't seen this yet, but I like I know these names because of me playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> No, he is a tank, mate. He's a tank. And I'm not sure because on that planet where he's on, there's yeah. like half the planet are like female and they mm-hmm. all call each other sister. And, and the, 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 queen, sisters. the queen is called mother. Yeah. And so I don't know because that he mentions, Savage mentions having like brothers. And I think they, they heavily hint that 
his brother is Darth Maul. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it is his actual brother or if it's like the way the females call each other sister. Mm. Maybe the men call each other brother. brother. Mm. But they they kind of mention him. But Savage is a beast, Ace. You will love him. Yeah. And they, um, they're kind of using him to get at, at Count Dooku. And now the female species on this planet here are sick. They're like witches. They're kind of like Jedi witch ninjas. Like they're sick. And they're like the dominant over the males of, of the planet. So you know yeah. how sick Darth Maul was. The females are, are, are dominant over the, the males of this planet. Um, so Count Dooku, yeah, is asleep. He gets hit with a dart that numbs his senses. And then three invisible, yeah, invisible ninja Jedi witches attack him. What After he just woke up and his senses are numbed. And he wins. He fights them off and fucking wins, bro. Count Dooku is a fucking... Oh, my days. I, I don't even... There's no word to describe what he is, man. He's a count. Well, he, He's a fucking he was going to become like... He was going to become like a Sith, wasn't he? Yeah, he he was um, yeah. Darth Sidious's appre- uh, apprentice. Yeah. So he was... Uh, before Anakin eventually became his apprentice... Count Dooku um, was his apprentice, and um, mm-hmm. but he was—he's more powerful than I even realized he was. Like Clone Wars has shot him up in my rankings, man. Um, there was a really cool episode about this planet that is basically—I don't—I think it might even be in like a, in an alternate dimension or something because they go through like some wormhole or something. But it's like the planet itself is the Force, mm-hmm. and there's like three people, like the father his daughter and his son and they are like the personifications of the force so his daughter is the light side and his son is the dark side and this is a really cool episode because obi-wan anakin and ahsoka go there and just seeing anakin's interaction with the son obviously the dark side and the son gives him um visions of the future so Anakin sees everything play out that's going to happen all the way up until he becomes Darth Vader and beyond. Like he sees him killing the younglings, killing Padme. Uh, what they show this in, in? They show this in in Clone Wars. Yeah, y- yeah, but it's like oh vision, wow, so it's quick, it's quick flashes. But I mean, and and then now Anakin knows everything, and and because of this, he's like raw, like this is what I become, this is what I do, like, and so he he joins the sun, the dark side, because the sun wants to get off the planet and like kind of go around and do whatever to the unit, take over the universe or break. But he's like, I can, he basically like grooms him in a way. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, how is this going to get resolved? So like Anakin just knows everything. Like, is this canon? Like, do you know what I mean? But then I think the father, um, who's like a, a mix of the, the light and the dark side, he's like, Jedi kind of simplify the light and the dark side where it's actually more complicated. It's gray. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and so he wipes his memory of all the visions he had. So then again, going oh, through Anakin I comes see. back to Anakin comes back to the light side for now and goes get goes forward not knowing what's coming. But oh, I totally that, got on. So I've I started watching like Clone Wars um yeah. from the very first, like from the very first episode and like I think I've only like three or four episodes into season one, so I've totally got to make yeah. my way through all of these. these Trust these me, seasons. get through it. the The first two seasons might seem like a chore at times. There's still entertaining aspects of it. It's good, but once you get to season three, mate, it 
kicks up levels, mate. And mm-hmm. even the animation has improved. Um, nice. The, the, yeah. the storytelling, like, it's more on the level of Bad Batch. You know what I mean? Where, like, if, if nice. not, it might even be better than Bad Batch, to, to be honest. Um, but it's definitely on par. Uh, and the last, the last couple episodes um, feature Chewbacca. Chewie comes into it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Ahsoka gets like kidnapped by the these lizards who what you see one of them in I think it's um, Empire Strikes Back maybe where Darth Vader has like a lineup of bounty hunters including Boba Fett and one of them's like this lizard guy so this is his race and they're like predators basically they capture people put them on this planet and then hunt them so it was cool seeing Ahsoka kind of like in this kind of situation, no lightsaber, like, and there was a bunch of other like Jedi younglings there and just like, they relied a lot more on the force and then mm. seeing Chewie come into it, like who's just so strong. It, it was a really good, like kind of climax to the, to the series. Um, but no, I, um, I can't wait to start season four, man. This I'm really enjoying this show now. I've got to go guys. So can I just say goodbye? All right. No, oh, I was man. Good. Uh, wait, before you go, can you just quickly give your rating for Army of the Dead? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, it, I would say it's uh, three, three piece, three piece. It wasn't like it wasn't fucking amazing, but I, I, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed all the zombies and all of the twists and the question marks. And there's so much to, so many questions that uh, I, I have to ask. Um, but. Yeah, um, it, it's. I reckon for me, it's a three piece. It right. it was good fun, but it wasn't like wasn't the wasn't like uh, amazing. Cool, sweet. Just wanted to get that before you left. All right, bye, uh, bye guys. Fun, Take easy, man. Ciao, nice ciao. to see you guys. Bye. Right, in a bit. Um, yeah. So just to finish off my week, um, again, we've spoken about the Friends reunion and the Fresh Prince reunion. So the last thing I. In, in preparation to watching Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, I went back and I watched uh, Zack Snyder's first ever feature film, mm-hmm. uh, Dawn of the Dead. Which uh, I have never seen. No? Nope. You should watch it. You'll like it. Mackay mm-hmm. um, Fife is in it. Okay. Um, um, what's his name? Again, I can't remember this other black actor. He was, he was um, in... That's oh. racist. <laughs> <laughs> He was in um, Pulp Fiction. Um, oh, I can't. I'm blanking now. I can't remember his name. But the the it, it's good. Do you know what I mean? For Zack Snyder's first feature film, mm-hmm. it's very good. There's not like it, it's it's the most normal looking film of all his films, considering mm-hmm. it's a zombie movie. Like there, it's not very stylized in the way we know Zack Snyder to be. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's more of like a sta- visually, it's more like a standard movie. But it is good. It's, it's a very good film. Um, again, I'd highly recommend it. If Because I thought maybe Army of the Dead might be like a spiritual sequel to this. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe even have some kind of like Easter eggs re- referring to this movie. But it didn't at all. Like it's, it's completely, it's a whole separate thing. Yeah. But I feel um, like some of the style choices and zombie choices were a little bit similar. Yeah, the designs of the zombies were, were still similar. Mm. Um, but then again, I think that's just his like, that's his style. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like in the way that Tim Burton has a style, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder has a style. But obviously, in Army of the Dead, it's amped up like 
be on like to 100% Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting seeing two zombie movies, one at the beginning of career and one like at his as a season pro. Not the not the end of his career because obviously he he will still continue, but yeah. his most recent like after he's developed his own Yeah, he's a, he's a season pro there. now, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's become like an auteur in a way, like he's got his own style that he's known for. Mm-hmm. So Army of the Dead is a lot more Zack Snyder than Dawn of the Dead was. Dawn of the Dead is a remake of the original Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So um, it's interesting that, because looking at Zack Snyder's career, he hasn't made that many films, you know. Mm-hmm. He made Dawn of the Dead, yeah. then he made 300, then he made Watchmen, then he made some animated movie about owls, and <laughs> then he got into the DC movies. Mm. So like his whole career, really... He made a remake. He made two movies based off graphic novels. Then he made his own little animated movie. Oh, and Sucker Punch as well. Sorry, Sucker Punch was there as well. Yeah, we don't talk um, about Sucker Punch. Yeah. One one day I'll finish that movie. One day. Mate, if you don't, it won't be the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like in his whole career, he's only made three original movies. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like One's been a remake. 300 and Watchmen were based off graphic novels. Then the DC movies, do you know what I mean? So he's only the only movies that are off his own like imagination, in a sense, his yeah. own creation, was this animated Owl movie, which, again, I don't know, that might even be based off something, mm-hmm. um, for all I know. But Sucker Punch and Army of the Dead yeah. are his own really two original movies of his. But um, but no, Dawn of the Dead is good. It's good. I'll give it a, a free piece. It's a bit dated now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this was the first movie after 28 Days Later um, that had like fast running zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously before this, zombies were slow and minded. So yeah, 28 Days Later, that kind of reinvented zombies because they weren't really zombies in that movie. They were yeah. something else. But for all intents and purposes, they were zombies. So Zack Snyder was the first guy really to label them as zombies and have them as fast running, do you know what I mean, kind of zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's interesting. It's definitely it's a good movie. The story is solid. Um, so I would recommend even just to compare to Army of the Dead. I would recommend anyone go back and watch it again. I'd I'd give it a free piece. Mm. Okay, that's uh, cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's my week. Alrighty, let's get to the news. Alright, we're gonna blast through this super duper quick. Uh, John Boyega yeah. is set to reunite with director Joe Cormish for Attack the Block Two. Um, I wish he wouldn't. I wish they would just leave. This <laughs> li- like, I felt like again, I haven't seen it since like it first came out. Yeah, well, maybe I've seen it once, but like, I felt like it told a complete story. I don't remember them yeah. leaving like a loose end. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, some things don't need a sequel. Some things don't need more. Like, it's yeah. cool, and I think that this is one of them. Um, yeah. yeah, so are you lot in kind of similar agreement? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was a nice one and done movie. I don't think it needs a sequel. It would be cool, I guess, to see all the characters come back. And now that John Boyega, because that was early in his career, mm-hmm. now that he's a big star, like, like it would be cool to see the, the cast back together, I guess, and see what they do with it. 
but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, Martin. Mm. Sorry, I missed the I missed the beginning bit. Um, um John Boyega sent to Renato that to that uh attack basically attack the block too. Should it happen? Attack the block. Yes, it should happen. I like I enjoyed the first attack the block. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, it was really good. It was really, really good. Um It was so good, yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I don't you don't get a lot of British movies like that, to be perfectly Ooh, honest, right? So oh. say attack the block for, uh, especially when I was a teenager, um I thought it was absolutely sick. So I'm more than happy for attack a block two to come out I don't know whether it's going to be aimed at teenagers or young adults or whatever but mm. I think it should come out and people just enjoy it hopefully people go back and watch the first one so yeah, yeah. yeah no doubt uh, Hocus Pocus 2 coming to Disney Plus for 2022 um, yeah cool uh, Henry Campbell to start in <laughs> Highland hey, you shut up Hocus Pocus 2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah? I don't think I've even seen it so obviously when it comes what? out uh, I would watch the uh, first one and then watch the sequel and I'll give you my you know, modern lens of a, uh, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill. No, that will be, be good. Henry Cavill to start in Highlander reboot. Um, yes. I'm down for this because I one, I think Henry Cavill's a, a great actor. And I like the roles that he's been doing and the performance he's been given. Um, do you know what? Seeing this... him in, um, sorry, uh, sorry to cut you off. I was saying quickly, seeing him in The Witcher actually made me realise that he's actually very good at sword play as well. So him yeah. in Highlander, it, it's, it's a nice fit. Yeah, for it's him. a match made oh, in heaven. Um, you know on... what? Yeah. Oh God, sorry. Sorry, this is one of my favorite pieces of news in this episode. I love Highlander. Highlander is one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Connor McLeod, fucking Sean Connery as the Spaniard. Yeah. Who's imagine a Scottish guy playing someone called the Spaniard who's an ancient Egyptian. Fucking <laughs> crazy. But and and, 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 the TV and, series? and no one got I watched the TV series as well. I haven't watched any of the movie sequels mm. because mm-hmm. they get a bit silly. Um, okay. There's also an anime on it if you want to watch it. I've seen the anime as well. Sick okay. film. I, There's I really an anime? Like, I really like that film. Cool, um, cool. Again, it's basically a retelling of the original film, but more anime. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I did not know there was an anime. Yeah, yeah, there's there is. an anime. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. It's good. It's a movie. It's not a series. It's a movie, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically, like I said, the same story as the first movie, but extended in a way and i think it goes to the future a little bit because yeah um but no it's good it's good but i i prefer the movie to be honest Mm -hmm. because purely because of the epicness of it like um the guy playing conan mcleod was you know raiden from have you seen ace have you seen highlander yeah i've seen highlander yeah there can only be one yeah all right the music though queen's the, the queen soundtrack it's amazing. absolutely oh do you know amazing. what I, i've caught myself a few times just listening to that because it is just so yeah it's so cool yeah. i love it bro even even when i'm when i'm writing my own um when i'm writing the wanderer mm-hmm. i listen to that soundtrack sometimes to like inspire my writing do you know what i mean here like, we are born to the king, king. <laughs> we're, we're the, the princes of the universe oh, i love this, that the guitar so <laughs> yeah, Queen so amazing. E- even the um the Who Wants to Live Forever song, like that sad song, mm. fucking gets me every time, man. And they mm. used that song in the um the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, which I, I really okay. I liked that they used it. Yeah. I liked it. Because when, when they find out he has AIDS, mm. he's like contemplating his morality, and then they used that song, Who Wants to Live Forever. So I thought that was a nice touch. But anyway. No, I'm glad. I think Henry Cavill is perfect casting for this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, 
Like, it, it would just be good to see a modern version of this because as long as they keep the story the same, don't change anything. I want the Kruger to be there as well. But who, who do you think could play him? Because I've seen names thrown out there. I have my idea mm. who I think would be perfect for it. But, and I've heard some people say it. I want to see what you guys think first. Who you think uh, uh, no one comes to mind right off the top of my head. So, I um, don't even remember the character this. that you're talking about. So again, I can't really give you uh, the, the villain, the, the the bad guy, the the um the guy who wears all black. Um, he looks like a goth, basically. Yeah. Um, in Highlander, the main bad guy in Highlander. Mm, again, again, I don't remember the character to know, but Fair. but okay. I would like, and again, this is just a bit of a random one. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Jason Momoa as a guy wielding a sword, killing people. Oh, uh, you know what? Jason Momoa could be a good Kruger, you know. Yeah, again, not knowing who the character is and what he does and stuff, Ooh. but like, I just feel That's like a good shout. Yeah, <laughs> especially if he like if he like called Drogo's it up a bit, and, and they're both henching it, so it's it's realistic if like they're fighting each other. Like you know what Henry Cavill is hey, like Superman versus Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I that that's just me. I would like to see them two sort of no, fighting against each other. I was thinking Tom Hardy. I thought Tom. Hardy yeah, he's a good one. Cool. He's okay. a, he's a good one as well. Definitely. But but no, Jason Momoa is good because the only thing about Tom Hardy is I don't think he's tall enough. He's quite short. stocky and short. It doesn't but, matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But but Jason Momoa's got that same height and yeah, do you know frame. what I mean? As as Henry Cavill. So mm. that would be a good matchup. Yeah, that's a good shot, Ace. Even oh. without knowing the guy, he just did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, obviously, if I want to see sword fighting, I'm just thinking, who, who just like fits like a villain? That's true. Like a sword, sword fight. Do you know what I mean? And he was so called Drogo, so. Yeah. yeah. That's a good shot, man. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you, you've actually changed my mind on this. Mad. Anyway, so yeah. CW Scrap Powerpuff Show after filming the episode is supposedly going to get reworked later this year. I've seen what they rumored, like some of the dialogue from the pilot is, and it's absolutely trash. It'll be interesting to see what they're going to do with that. Amazon buys MGM for $8.45 billion. Billion. Money, money, money. Like, <laughs> M- other than like what James Bond, what uh-huh. else do they have? I have no clue. Like, in, in, honest, in, I am so bad with the uh, studio. In, so. in recent years, what have they done? I have no idea, mate. Why I can look that up now? Because I, I, I know back in like the the nineties and like the eighties, like you you saw that line in front of like every movie. Do you know? Do you know what yeah. I mean? That line was, I just remember it as iconic. Just like, ah, do you know what I mean? But yeah, now I'm just like, yeah. I like when I see that, I'm just like, oh, wow, this is, do you know what I mean? It's rare to see that. Mm. Uh, T, you found it? Uh, let me see. Mm. Um, MGM Studios. Like I said, I think Rocky, they own the Rocky, Frank, Rocky and so Creed. So James Bond, Rocky, Creed. What else? That's it. Legally Blonde. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, how long ago was Legally Blonde? Mate, I don't even know. Um, boy, I, 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 know. I, you know what? Unless yeah. they're going to use the, the company to kind of like fund their Amazon films. Yeah, it could be that. And use their expertise to but kind it of... But also, it also, um, like, 
the backlog, like you said, back in the day, every movie kind of started with this lion. Mm. So they've got a lot of movies now they can just add to Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah, that's to, true. To boost their streaming service. Yeah, mm-hmm. to kind of um, battle Disney Plus, who is shooting up the ranks mm. quickly when it comes to streaming. Like, they, they own Fox as well now, do you know yeah. what I mean? And so, yeah, maybe this was like to... to yeah, they've owned Fox for a while. But yeah, they are, they are, you're, you are right though. Um, Disney has is basically sort of monopolized with the majority of uh, studios. Mm. Mm. Right, cool. They own the Hannibal <laughs> franchise, but again, that really hasn't been relevant for a while. Yeah. But again, I think more than properties, like modern properties, I think it's just for the, the back category. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, that's fair. Um, Evil Dead Rise competition with Max with Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell producing. Uh, I've not watched. Oh yes, yet. actually, this is my favorite news. Fucking <laughs> <Talk it laughs> old T. Um, I have not watched any of Evil Dead uh, T. Could give a quick talk about it. All right, Evil Dead. Sam Raimi of Spider-Man fame. It's his original um, um, claim to fame. Mm-hmm. So horror trilogy. Dave Campbell. Dave Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Sorry, Bruce Campbell starred in it. Uh, it's just a trilogy of basically zombie movies, but with a twist. They were more kind of campy and a bit humorous mm-hmm. um they're like cult classics there was a show ash versus the evil dead mm-hmm. which kind of mm-hmm. continued the story there was a remake of the evil dead which again was i thought was really good uh it was very different in style it wasn't campy it was more like a serious kind of horror so a lot of the original fans didn't like it mm-hmm. but i did like it and technically it could still be part of the same series because at the end there's a post credit scene where Bruce Campbell turns up as um, as his character, Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just, like, turns to the camera and he's, like, groovy, which is, like, his catchphrase. His, like, catchphrase do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so it would be interesting, like, the fact that Sam Raimi's back involved and Bruce Campbell's back involved uh, sounds good. I don't know if it will go back to the whole campy kind of style or if it would follow on from, like, if it would be a sequel, like a fourth installment to the original trilogy or if it would be a sequel to the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, or a sequel to the to the show, like including that now as canon. But this is good news. Anyone that's a fan of those original films, this is great news. Um, and yeah, this this could be because remember recently there was news that I think there was news that Bruce Campbell was working with Sam Raimi on something, and everyone thought it could be Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was maybe it was this that they're working on. Hmm. But no, it's good, man. I'd recommend it. Okay. Well, that's, you know what your favourite news is, which is... I think the Highlander one is still my favourite news. Yeah. But this is close. Yeah. Cool. Cue the music. Worst crossover ever. Okay, comic book news. So we're going to start off with some Marvel stuff. Um, Ant-Man director Peyton Reed shares a set photo revealing that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will use the same um, stagecraft tech uh, known as the volume that was used on The Mandalorian. Mm. So anyone that's seen the behind the scenes, uh, what was it called? The gallery yep. would know that this is basically a set surrounded by like, very high quality screens um, and that projects the environment onto it. So even though you're on a set, 
Um, rather than using like green screen where you're just seeing green walls and then it gets added in later, this you're actually on a set, but it looks like you're in the environment basically. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's very well done. I mean, it's seamless in the show. You can't even tell. Um, so they combine like actual physical like stuff on the set, and then it kind of blends into the 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 screens of of the of the the volume that is called. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be using this. I mean, Peyton Reed directed an episode, maybe two of the first season of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. And also um, the creator of Mandalorian, whose name, not Dave Filoni, but the other one, he was a director of Iron Man one and two. So they have a Marvel connection there. Um, and it's Disney as well. So Disney could have just said, oh, yeah, give them it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this is interesting, especially for this movie in particular, because it, called Quantumania uh, and what we've heard about it with Kang the Conqueror and um, the it taking place in a city within the quantum realm mm-hmm. um, it could be very good because obviously we're going to get a lot of interesting locations um, so I feel like using this for this movie is a very good idea um, yeah so anyone have any thoughts on that or should I just move on Mm, I, I like the fact that they're using the technology because the technology is really cool. Like again, mm-hmm. watching the gallery, that stuff kind of gassed me. So it would yeah. just be cool just to see, you know, how much more immersive it will be for the actors, especially like when yeah. you're playing someone tiny, and then if you've got the visuals or something big, it's like you can oh, that's react. True. You yeah. can react to that a lot better. Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, that's good. I didn't think. I didn't even think. Of it. I was just thinking of the quantum realm. But yeah, even like when he shrinks. They could have like a big shoe, do you know what I mean, on the screen, like to proper make him feel small. <laughs> That's a good point as well. Yeah, uh, um, I think this should replace green screen in general because I think green screen, as useful as it has been, I feel like its its limitations have been like exceeded now with this new technology. But I think Disney are holding this close to their yeah, they're, 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 they're keeping it this. for themselves for a while. So yeah. Some places will still use green screen. That's, uh, I, I think the volume, there's only three. I want to say there's one in the London studios. I want to mm. say there's one in Australia. And then I think the third one's in LA. So mm. again, like that kind of limits you in terms of where you, you, you'd you have to fly your actors to these places to use it. So green, scroll, uh, green, scrolling, green screen will be still used for a while. Mm. Yeah, it's true, yeah. I think what's cool about this as well is it's not even just like on the screen you see the the, the landscape or whatever, but as the camera moves, like the, you see the, the the setting on the screen. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's in like real time. A, it's like a video I mean? game. Like, it's, it's like a video game. It's, it's like yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Use yeah, green like screen game, slash yeah. like, uh, uh, video game technology. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I think. Um, Again, his name, I don't know why I've lost his name, but the guy that directed Iron Man and, Man, and the creator of Mandalorian, um, he kind of pioneered this technology, I think, with Jungle Book. Okay. Uh, was when it first, like, the, the prototype kind of came out. Why, Jungle are you Book this guy, why are you forgetting this guy's name? Not Dave Filoni, the other guy, the, the Happy <laughs> Logan. Oh, yeah, the man that played Happy Logan. Oh, it's going to get on my nerves. <laughs> Not Dave Filoni. No, I, I have to look it up. Yeah, that's gonna bug me, man. I, I always forget his name. I don't know why. He was in Friends as well. Oh, where is it? John Favreau. 
John Favreau, thank you. That's, yeah, that yes. would have bugged me all night. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so that, that's interesting. I think that's that's a good for the movie. Like you said, it will help with the acting because they'll probably be more immersed in the scene. Um, anyway, moving on, yeah. um, sticking with Marvel. This is kind of breaking news. I think this just dropped today That when I read it. Yeah. Um, I think it's Rob Schneider or something like that, or someone called Schneider on a, on a podcast called mm-hmm. The Schneider Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of dropped, a, it's not been confirmed, but he's a pretty good source. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a lot of insider information, but he said that the Spider-Man title, No Way Home, actually refers to the villains and not to Spider-Man himself. Mm, um, I like this. Yeah. So rather than Spider-Man going through different dimensions, like in a, in a Spider-Verse kind of thing, like we initially thought might be the case, mm-hmm. it's actually the villains who are coming from other dimensions to the MCU. Um, and the rumor is that it's going to be the Sinister Six. Nice. But they're all, they're all going to be coming from different dimensions or, well, Apparently, it's going to be three from each of the previous Spider-Man franchises. Yeah, so which would make sense. The team, the team will be led by Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will have, as we know, is it Alfred Molina? Yeah. Reprising his role as Doc Ock. Yep. Um, and the Sandman. So you've got all three Spider-Man movies there. Okay. Um, from Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, from The Amazing Spider-Man, we're going to have The Lizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Electro, who mm-hmm. again we know would be played again by Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox yeah, uh, and Rhino, which uh, Rhino, I mean, that, <laughs> but still, they could. Rhino's a good character, but I don't think the Amazing Spider-Man's portrayal of him was good mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. But it's MCU now; it's Marvel, so they know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what the latest rumor is that the the title actually refers to the villains mm-hmm. and the the Sinister Six will be comprised of those six villains from previous Spider-Man franchises. What do we think of that? I love it. I love it. That I'm done. Good to me. Yeah. Mm. It sounds good, but the only thing is like, they can't, some of them can't be, like even if they are played by the same actor, they can't be the same one unless it's yeah. more time, unless it's more time shenanigans where like, similarly how to they took the, the Infinity Stones from the past and then put them back when they was done with them like Green Goblin's dead do you know what I mean so how can Willem Dafoe be playing the same Green Goblin unless it some time shenanigans happen it's an awesome oh wait sorry you said it's from the previous movies didn't you not from some sort of awesome dimension right well, yeah, yeah, those movies well, are the, all in the dimensions. Sorry, yeah, the movies are the ultimate dimensions. Yeah, yeah sorry, that's what, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be hard to. Yeah, they're from alternate dimensions, but the way it was worded is that, in the article I read, was that it was taken three from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy and three from the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy. So, and, and if they're being played by the same actor, like Willem Dafoe is rumoured to come back as Green Goblin, we already know Doc Ock is the same actor. Electro is Jamie Foxx again. So, but then again, Electro died in, in his movie. Doc Ock supposedly died in his one, but we've had rumors as well about how those two survived yeah. because Doc Ock died in like a explosion, like a black a black hole experiment explosion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rather What's than dying, nuclear fusion just, experiment. Yeah. 
in the so movies. Rather than, rather than dying, maybe that black hole sucked him through and then he came through to the MCU. Maybe when Electro, because Electro died, they overcharged him mm. and then he exploded. Maybe that amount of power, rather than exploding him, Transferred transported him. him to another dimension. So... Those are <laughs> I was transferred to a faraway land in the world where monsters rules. Sorry. <laughs> but, Monster but yeah, so those, those you can have an explanation for, but Green Goblin died. Like He got shanked by his own glider. Mm. I don't know how they're going to explain that. Um, I, mean, I, guess, I guess the only other interpretation of that is that it's the same actors playing those same villains, but in a different they'll, somehow, they'll somehow tie in Maybe yeah. a different version of events for those movies because yeah. technically they're not even part of the MCU canon, so I guess they could do whatever they want. Yeah, because it just it could be just a Green Goblin, even though it's the Green Goblin from in in air quotation marks that universe. Yeah. It could actually be from another universe and a different story where mm. he gets blown up and sucked away into another dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True, that's true. I mean, with multiverse of madness, there's like infinite possibilities. So, mm-hmm. like you said, maybe it it is the Sam Raimi universe, but on a slightly different timeline, do you know yeah. what I mean? Or it's, and, it's, um, it's the, like, not Sam Raimi universe, in a sense that it's another universe where we have that ink, that telling of Green Goblin. Yeah, it's true. It could just be a completely different universe. Like, yeah. I mean, in the MCU, we've got um, J. Jonah Jameson yeah. being played again by J.K. Simmons, but we know it's not the same, it's not the same universe one but it's the same actor. So yeah, it could, it could just be that. It could be anything really. Mm. So maybe it's not the exact Green Goblin from the Sam Raimi movies, but just to simplify it so everyone understands, like it's the same actor playing the same character. Mm-hmm. Could be from any universe. So yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Right, next um, <clears throat> so sticking with uh, Marvel slightly, but moving over to Sony. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was a nice progression. We had the MCU movie, <laughs> MCU Sony movie, and now we're on to a Sony movie. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, um, who played Kick-Ass, who played um, Quicksilver in the, in Age of Ultron, he has been cast uh, in the lead role in Sony's Craven the Hunter movie. So Aaron Taylor-Johnson is going to be Craven the Hunter. You what do you wedged, think about this and how disappointed are you? <laughs> you just get wedged in, that's what I'm saying, because Crave the Hunter is no joke. You can't have a skinny-ass Craven the Hunter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, purely because he's supposed to be someone who uses animalistic uh, instincts and whatnot, or his, his instincts are, are heightened to the to that fact. Um, yeah, so, you know, he's ripped, he's, he's agile. I mean, being, ripped, being agile, I think it always, you know, CGI that to or, or use the uh, web technology to make it appear as that, but mm. he's he's got he's got to get ripped for the role. I, I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure he'll do some sort of work in order to to you know go towards that. And yeah, he has to. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as Mom- they cast Momoa for Lobo, um, I don't really care. That's like this Momoa was yeah. You're, you're, you Jason are Momoa as, as Lobo. Just, on that one. He's just he's he's that, like you don't need to do much to him. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like he is low. Like he could just do a sick job as that character. Yeah, and he can have so much fun as Lobo as well because Lobo is that is that one character who just doesn't care. So mm. you know he can he can swear as much as he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He's free to do whatever. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's such a very good casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm, I like that. 
are, are you his agent or anything? Right? <laughs> no, trying, like, no, no, no. Shoving him in all these movies, bro. <laughs> you should call him, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So that's that's Marvel news. Uh, moving on to some DC news. Uh, Batman: The Cape Crusader uh, is an animated series coming from Bruce Tim, who I believe was the creator of the animated series, the original mm-hmm. Batman animated series, the classic. Um, J.J. Abrams uh, and Matt Reeves, who mm-hmm. uh, did like Suicide Squad, um, what was that movie with Denzel Washington, Training Day, all those type of things. Yeah. J.J. So, Abrams Abrams is also, uh, I think he's actually a DC uh, comic. Um, and he's a Star Trek guy. Oh, yeah, that, that, Star Trek. Like, yeah, he did the Star Trek movies, no? Oh, my bad. I'm thinking, oh, so I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of, the, of, of another person then. That's what um, Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. someone else. No, J.J. Abrams. He did the Star Trek reboots. He did two of the the, the new Star Wars movies, mm. and he made Lost. Okay, cool. So again, that's that's a good. Um, even though both J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves have had some hits and some misses, uh, I think that's a good production team right there. Um, it. Oh, apparently it's coming to HBO Max and Cartoon Network for okay. us, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, it, I think it's said to be like a spiritual successor to the animated series, obviously with Bruce Tim involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just clocked as well, Bruce Tim, he's got, he's got Batman and Robin's name. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bruce and Tim, yeah. <laughs> nice one. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's that's good news. I'm looking forward to that. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, sticking with DC Animation, uh, Injustice: Gods Among Us is going has been announced. Uh, animated movie mm-hmm. from DC and Warner Brothers. Um, so that could be interesting because the story of Injustice is quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see that play out in an animated movie, haven't we already had an animated movie of Injustice? Oh no, was no, it not, not of Injustice. Book, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I read a comic of Injustice. But yeah, no, so that'll be good. Maybe it will, it will yeah, it, it should be based off the story of the game and the comics. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's good to look forward to. And the last bit of comic book news, again, DC Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is set to play Crypto the Superdog in a DC animated movie, League of Super Pets, coming May 2022. Um, that's the only casting that has been announced. Mm-hmm. They will also feature um, Batman's um, Bat Dog, called whose name is Ace. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman's Kangaroo, apparently. Um, okay. Um, and a number of other pets. So, yeah. So we're getting the 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 League of Super Pets. What do you guys think of that? I rolled my I mean, eyes. Sorry, Martin, go first. I mean, they did a TV series with uh, Crypto the Superdog where he met other superpowered uh, pets. Mm. Um, maybe this anime movie is, be- is is more aimed at a younger audience, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I have no idea if the animation style is going to be two D, if it's going to be three D, if it's do you know mm. what I mean? If it's supposed to appeal to, I don't know who it's going to appeal to. So I guess we just have to wait for the trailers. Mm. I yeah. think I think The Rock is a good casting. Uh, I can hear his voice coming out of super of crypto. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's comic book news. 
I just wrote sorry. I I just rolled my eyes when I saw D- Dwayne the Rock because I was just like, he's just doing everything now. Like <laughs> it's like, and and the thing is, yeah. What you say? This is a, it's, it's a, if it gets um a theatrical release, yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. make money. Like it, yeah. it's, it's it's probably gonna like be the highest grossing DC movie. <laughs> <laughs> like is it, that ridiculous at this rate with the Rock? So people like that are gonna watch it. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Well, I'm gonna watch it because to review it. But do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it will have a full theatrical release, mm-hmm. like in the way that I think the Teen Titans Go movie did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will have a limited release, like, um, do you know what I mean? Like how some of the other animated movies get a limited release, yeah, and then come to streaming or or DVD. Mm. Um. Yeah, but that's coming in May 2022. So, yeah, it, maybe it will come to the cinemas. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because the world's basically opened up for the most part. Yeah. Mm. All right, cool. Let's go. Anime manga. <laughs> So, um, the Earwig and the Witch opens in UK and Ireland cinemas as of today. Um, I swear so, down. Yeah, so we Gosh. can now go watch it. Now cinema, cinemas are open. Um, I don't know, again, the whole uh, rules and regulations around that, but I guess the cinemas will handle that. But yes, as of today, you can go watch the Earwig and the Witch. Do you know, I, I have a feeling this is going to have like a limited release because I haven't seen that on my Odeon app. Mm. Ah, mm. I see. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it on my Odeon app. So I don't know whether that might just be like selected cinemas, but because I know that Cruella's uh-huh. out. I know that, um, what's the other thing? Uh, that's something else. Ah, oh, A Quiet Place is out. Ooh. Ooh, sorry, I've just seen A Quiet Place double feature on Monday. Ooh. All right. <laughs> uh, Godzilla singular point is coming to netflix june 24th so this was one that i'm currently watching and i think it's a very good uh series it's still got all the monsters you'll see in the godzilla movies um or maybe smaller versions of themselves but all in all it's a good series um and it's still it dives into i guess the old japanese um i guess storytelling of of or rendition of godzilla mm-hmm. and just sort of bringing it into modern times um so still a very good anime to watch um so that's what we can definitely review uh when it comes out mm-hmm. um shuko tensei jobless reincarnation has been delayed from this july to october no yeah unfortunately uh. um animation will also be streaming um a part two of the anime okay yeah. Um also streaming English dubs for Kimono Jihen. So Funimation is also streaming English dubs for Kimono Jihen, which is I call it Beast Detectives. Mm-hmm. Um some some call it Bestiality Detectives. Um I think the wording is poor. Um so yeah. Um the giant uh Gundam statue in in Japan has uh anime trailer made for it. It has a short anime trailer made for nice. it. Nice. Um, in addition to that, we will be getting uh a Gundam Seeds sequel film okay. a new game and new manga have been confirmed for that as well nice yeah so it's called um mobile suit gundam seed project ignited okay yeah so i don't know if the name's gonna change or or, or what but we'll keep uh, everyone updated 
No problem. Yeah. Um, so on to some uh, manga news. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tokyo Revengers manga enters its final arc. So Tokyo Revengers already has or has now had an anime uh, based on the manga of the same name. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so far, the whole the series is probably a three piece. Uh, we've had other people. I think Nana's heard from other people that it's you know a whole chicken. So um, if you want to you know binge on Tokyo Revengers and get ahead of the anime, mm-hmm. um, you could do so because you know that it's come to uh, it's come to its final arc. So you can definitely binge on on all the story arcs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then. I, I don't know when, but I will jump on this at some point. Like. I, mm. Like like I said, it it seems to be like the Jujutsu Kaisen of this series, and I didn't love Jujutsu Kaisen, but it was it was good enough. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just need to pick a day and just literally bang out an anime because like I keep yeah, saying, do. I just don't do it. Um, you don't do it because you're freaking rewatching Archer and stuff. Yeah, because Archer's gangster. But yeah, no, I, I I will maybe like Wednesday or something. All right, cool. Um, so for the manga news, um. It's with a heavy heart that we have to say that uh, Kentaro Miura, uh, creator of Berserker, passed away at age 54. So uh, this news was given to us last week. Um, so this is a week old, but I think it's still something that we share. Mm. Um, he was described as a passionate. He was described as passionate about his projects and always had a smile on his face. Um, his death has left many fans of him and his works devastated. Mm. Um, so to honor him, many supporters have paid tributes to him, including fans in Final Fantasy XIV that garbed their characters in, you know, guts black cloaks mm. as saluting um uh saluted the pathway with huge swords, uh, as long as uh, sorry, along with um guts theme song playing in the background. Um so I thought that was a really touching motion, um really touching um thing to do because it shows that, you know, everyone's sort of united in, you know, in, in I guess the morning of uh, Kentaro Miura, um, um, yeah. So um, as far as we know, Berserk may be may not be continuing. Um, but there are some talks with the um, assistants who said that it could possibly continue. But yeah. um, once we get actual confirmation of that news, we'll let you know. Okay. And that brings us to the end of the anime and manga news. Nice, nice, nice. All right, I'm going to leave trailers today because you've got an absolute crap ton. So uh, I think next week we will just be a little bit quicker on our what we've been up to. Um, we've kind of done all the other stuff anyway, but I just wanted to get Army of the Dead done and talk a little bit about the documentary and then call it an evening or a night since it's only it's nine o'clock. So yeah, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! All 
Alright, so Army of the Dead is a 2021 American zombie heist film directed by Zack Snyder uh, from a screenplay he co-wrote with Shay Hatton and Joe B. Harold. Based on a story he also created, the film stars an ensemble cast consisting of Dave Bautista, Ella Pernal, Omari Hardwick, Anna Della Regura, Theo Rossi, Matthias Schweizerhoff? She shies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how to say that. Um, I know the first one is like Schwei. Schweigoffer? No, no. I wish I could see what I wish you could see exactly. Exactly. It's like, obviously, because shies are shit in it. So I know, like, and it's. it's, it's so you it's, are now, now you're insulting the person. No, no, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's the, the first bit is spelt the same as. So I know the first bit is Schwei, but then the. It's, it's G-H and it's got the O with like the two dots and it's F-E-R. So again, I don't know what the O with the two dots, how that's meant to sound. Uh, Schweighofer. Uh Nora Amazida, Hiroki Sanada, Tig Notaru, Raul Castillo, Huma Kureshi and Garrett Dillahunt. Um, the project was originally from Warner Bros. Pictures, but it was announced that it's basically going to Netflix. Um... Yeah, um, I like this. I didn't love it. I was a little bit confused at points because there was like weird, like I don't know, is it like lens flare? Is the word? And well, what's, the, what's that word? You know when there's like like a bright light on the camera that appears like kind of for like no reason. There was one particular shot that just yeah. looked really weird, and then <laughs> also like I don't know because. When they shot some of the zombies' heads off here, there was like this like blue light, like they use animatronics to do the zombies, but they didn't. They use CGI. Yeah. So it, I was... look, it looked like they were like Terminators or something. Yeah. I think it's just their eyes glow sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes. But it was like a blue, like I, I swear, like I thought I was seeing like, t- like animatronics when they shot them and blew off their heads. I was like, what? Like, I was a little mm-hmm. bit confused. Um, yeah, so the, just the general plot, um, a United States military convoy um, is traveling from Air 51. Um, a guy is getting a blowjob and is not paying attention to the road <laughs> and crashes into the car, which unleashes some kind of zombie hybrid that obviously the US government have been um, experimenting on, which leads them to go to Vegas and like basically turn people to zombies. America um, quarantines Vegas um, and... Uh, I don't know if the guy, if Tanaka, yeah, so Tanaka was the casino owner, and he basically said that I've got 300 million in my vault, the insurance company is already paying me for it, but if I can get this money, then I basically, for the most part, double my money because it's free money, and so he Mm. goes and gets a ragtag team of mercenaries um, that are recruited by Dave Bautista's character, Sam, oh no, Mm. sorry, Scott, and they do a heist where they have to avoid zombies. Um. Yeah. Again, I enjoyed it for the most part. I did feel like there was a lot of stupidness in it. Like Batista's team, I felt like he would have taken a couple of more people. I think, uh, me personally, I would have doubled up on the locksmith. I would have doubled up on the um people that could fly the pl- the helicopter. I'd have brought in like an engineer, like, and I would have brought in some like actual ex military slash mercenaries, not some YouTube star. And <laughs> and his and his friend, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're yeah. gonna do that seriously, I think there there are more things you would you would um 
you would consider and plan rather than doing I think so- the reason he did that though was a the more people he brings the more he's got to split up that five million that he's getting mm-hmm. was it five million or 50 well yeah they they and again i didn't like that either like they so basically they said jed that each of the three main people will get 15 million and mm. then the five million that was left they'll get split with everybody else and i was just like mm. even if you bring a team of 20 people yeah the other 13 people if you give them 500k each year you're still going to be left with, I don't know, how much is that? You're still going to be left with maybe like 10, 15 million. Like, mm. you, you, like 50 million is nice, yeah? But do you not want to be guaranteed that you get out to spend that 15 million? Mm, exactly. So, And yeah. that's the thing, like 15 million each for like the his free main team or whatever. Yeah. Is, because remember, he also gave... Was it 15 million for him, 15 million for the girl and 15 million for the black guy? But yeah. then he also offered his daughter 15 million, didn't he? Yeah, so he was going to give his 15 million to the daughter. Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. But but then um, what I was going to say is that the, the rest of them, like everyone kind of, <laughs> it was funny because when they, they, like, they, there was that bit where they was going through like the kind of Ocean's Eleven kind of bring the team together mm-hmm. kind of scenes. And everyone that got introduced got less and less of the cut. Yeah, is, yeah. Making me laugh. Yeah, and like the, not... the, the helicopter pilot got two million. Mm-hmm. Then I think like the the YouTube stars or whatever got five hundred um five hundred grand. Yeah, and then the actual guy, the locksmith guy, only got two hundred and fifty grand. Mm. So I was like, I don't know, you're that's dangerous, boy. Because if I was there and I opened up that safe and saw how much was there. And or if I find out other people are getting more than me, I'd be pissed. Exactly, and not even just that. Yeah, it's the fact that out of three hundred million, you're only getting fifty million cut, and there's like eight of you, and you're not guaranteed. Like I would want some of that money up front. Yeah. So that if 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 I don't make it, some of that money goes to my family. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, again, there was a lot of different things that I was just like, this is just a bit mad, and uh, let's see. Uh, um, so I, I'm gonna give this a free piece. I'm gonna let Martin speak while I pull up my notes. So Martin, uh, what 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 is your rating for this? And you know, some surface overview thoughts. Mm, well, truth be told, I've seen that I haven't completely finished watching this movie, but from what I've seen so far, the, the first hour and a bit, mm-hmm. um, I I'm giving this a, a quarter chicken because oh wow, I, I I didn't like the um. Uh, you could tell they tried to be very. Uh, they tried to come across with a lot of jokes and stuff like that. That's just their land for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's what that's what brought down the rating. Um, I did like the zombies. Um, I, I, again, I maybe maybe I'm um, I'm not understanding the kind of genre. Is this supposed to be like? Obviously, it's a high movie. But is this supposed to be like an action zo- uh, zombie movie, or is mm. it an action comedy zombie movie? Um, I think it's a bit of both, isn't it? It's like action. Well, I wouldn't say comedy. I think it was just meant to be mm. an action a zombie heist movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I, but I definitely try to throw a lot of com- comedic uh, aspects in it. Like, mm. you know, the guy who, um, who's, who, you know, when they raise up, they have to say, who's never killed a zombie before? And he goes, okay, I've never killed a zombie before. Um, all right, aim for the brain. Okay, whatever guy rocket, I hit him in the head. Do you know what I mean? I mean yeah, that, 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 yeah so, so, that bit was a bit dumb, but I, I just kind of took it as like, He's a little bit of a socially awkward guy because, like, he's a, a safe cracker. And I think that's what they tried to do, but it just didn't come across well. 
Nah. See that that German guy was a bit was hit and miss for me. Like at times he was annoying, mm-hmm. like when he kept screaming and shit and stuff like that. But other times he did make me laugh. Like the first zombie he killed when he killed the bride, and he was like, "I killed the bride," yeah. killed, and then started dancing. Like that actually made me laugh. Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. kind of made me laugh. Okay. Um, uh, even even the first ten minutes, you know, when they've had the accident, but that there doesn't seem to be any urgency in the fact that you know they're carrying this high. Um, also looking for there's this high high value, um, high valuable security, asset. high value, of, of valuable. Yeah, um, I I don't like that. I don't like that because I feel like for something like that, with the, where the convoy was like that unstable, you'd have your like lead vehicle vanguard a little mm. bit further ahead. So if something happens to that, it doesn't you know smash into the um into the 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 asset. And I and I thought that they yeah. were actually so. I got this a little bit twisted. I thought they were entering a restricted area. I didn't realize they were leaving a restricted area because I was just like, "How did these people end up on this road?" Yeah. And then again, mm. something that valuable. Would you not be like having helicopter escort and like just yeah. just so much more? And then yeah, yeah. God, sorry, God, and, my. Even, and and even that conversation they had with the woman saying, "Okay, um, get up and leave," blah blah. And the guy's like, "What? What did you just say?" I'm thinking, bro, you heard exactly what you said. You're able to understand everything she said. All throughout that conversation, and they're going, "Wait, what? What did you say? What do you mean?" Everything came across clearly, yeah. Um, and it was just unnecessary mm-hmm. conversation, to, uh, extra, extra um, dialogue in the conversation that I didn't think needed to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to actual zombies themselves, the zombies again, it's an action uh, uh, zom- zombie movie that I can forgive it, but the zombies I- I've I've seen better even from The Walking Dead. To be fair, oh mad. <laughs> even, mm. e- even even in video games, I've seen better zombies than what we saw. So um, the zombies to me appeared a bit um, comical. Do you okay. know what I mean? I didn't really, I didn't really get this urge that oh these guys can once they bite you they can actually do something to you. Um, so um, it, it, it yeah, kind I'm of, giving it a half of, chicken. It kind of quarter chicken. Quarter chicken, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it the 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 zombie stuff kind of really amps up more in the second half toward than towards the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, and that to me kind of um, saved not saved it because it wasn't. I didn't think it was bad, but mm-hmm. I think like it improved its rating slightly mm-hmm. by the the like climactic kind of scenes of this where it, where it kind of built up and where it ended mm-hmm. um which i won't get uh, too much into since you haven't seen it but um my surface thoughts on this like i i enjoyed it um mm-hmm. it was a lot more like i said stylized than dawn of the dead was um like like um just certain little things like like in the opening scenes um where you have where it's showing you like the fall of vegas mm. and stuff um it it like every now and again you'd see the actor posing in front of like a photo shoot kind of thing holding a picture of a loved one that they lost mm. and it's like well no that wasn't that, was, that that wasn't a loved one that they lost wasn't that like what they what they was before they became zombie hunters Oh, was it? I don't know. I thought, yeah, I, I, thought that. I took it as oh, okay. that was that's what their career was before they became zombie hunters. Okay, maybe yeah, maybe maybe you're right. But but my that that's fair enough. Mm. 
but just them standing in front of like the photo shoot thing, like you know, like like photo day at school. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I thought it was it was an interesting idea, but it just didn't to me. It it didn't land with me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I thought it was it was a bit weird. Like as as an introduction to characters, I feel like just seeing the scenes of them doing what they were doing was enough. Like, do you know what I mean? I didn't need them standing there holding a photo because it kind of took me out of the movie a bit, mm. if that makes sense. Because it's like, I know they didn't do that. They didn't just randomly set up a thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like it was a documentary being made about them or something. And they, But I don't know. I just thought that was a little bit weird. Um, but then something like when they were actually going through what the plan would be, like the Ocean's Eleven style thing where they they show you it play out as he's explaining it. And then the German guy's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like the, and then kind of interrupts it. It's like his character in the, 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 in the scene playing out of the, of the highest happening interrupted it and then it cut to what, what was actually happening. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I thought that was interesting editing. So I did kind of like that. But um, yeah, I mean... As a whole, it's decent. I, I think there wasn't enough zombie stuff in there for the majority of the film. Like I said, it kind of amped up towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of gave me like a... It was kind of like a, a mixture of I Am Legend mm -hmm. in that the zombies are, are more smart and have like a king and stuff yeah. uh, mixed with Peninsula that we recently saw. Obviously, the whole heist element of it. Mm -hmm. Um but I think the design of the zombies, I, I like that they were practical, like it was all makeup and stuff for the for the most part. Yeah. Obviously, unless their heads were getting exploded and shit. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, the tiger was C, the was CGI. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the horse was called Ace. So that's two things that was called Ace. Hey, basically just an animal. <laughs> three aces. You'd you'd be winning at poker right now. <laughs> um, but no, it all in all, um, like I've got more to say, but as my um, surface level thoughts that that's pretty much it I, I'd give it a half chicken I think okay because it was entertaining I watched it I actually had to watch it twice mm. because the first time I watched it I instantly fell asleep mm. so I missed like the first half an hour <laughs> and I woke up literally when they was going into the the, the lockdown zone mm -hmm. and then I watched that then I fell asleep again and then I woke up. Why did you just um, not restart the movie at that point? So, nah, I because I don't know. I was in some weird state of falling asleep and waking up, like my body wasn't responding. Mm. So I watched it. I watched like that scene, and I watched another scene. I think of when it was actually opening the safe. Then I fell asleep again, and then I watched the end. And mm. so then today, I watched the opening scene. Then when it got to the bits that I'd seen, I'd fast forward. I'd skip it. Mm. And then I'd watch the fill in the blank. So I kind of watched this in some weird order. You're not but... serious. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> no, that doesn't help the rating. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna right. like I know Mark. You said you haven't finished this yet, but I'm gonna slide go into some kind of some spoilers. Go um, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just like, how can just Dave Batista, Batista to hold off a zombie? Like that just made me laugh out loud. Um, I talked about <laughs> already about you know taking more than one helicopter person with you, taking a bigger team, and having a better plan. Um. I didn't like the fact that they made the daughter and Alison. Like, I just felt like she <laughs> appeared smarter and would make better decisions. And if I'm Dave Batista, yeah, 
You're not telling me that you're coming. Listen, I am grabbing you, throwing you in a chair, tying you up and, and sending yeah. you on the next van out. Like, you're not coming. Yeah? Like, yeah. just to even make it even sweet, I'm shooting your foot. Like, you're not coming. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're not trained. You're more trouble than you're worth. Like, do you know what I mean? So that was a bit dumb. Um, and again, another thing I didn't understand, yeah? If the guy says that we can, I can have anything for you, would you not take a couple of guns that had silencers? Like, yeah, no, maybe, maybe yeah, I don't know. Like, like again, the fact that like, this is, this is what annoys me about zombie movies sometimes. Yeah. Is that it's like, they, they don't know that other zombie movies exist in it, but in this, they kind of know like sound attracts them, light attracts them, sound attracts them. Yeah. And they've been in that place before. So they've seen some of the characteristics. So why would you like, I know silences um, don't like completely like get rid of all noise, but again, I think it would have been enough. Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, there was a lot of stupid stuff in this movie, to be fair. Yeah. Like, um, uh, where is it? Let me just go through my list. Cause I, I wrote down a couple of stupid things when they happened. Mm. <laughs> I've, I've got here. Kate is a fucking idiot. I don't even know what that's in reference to. <laughs> Kate was <laughs> at the door. Oh, she was stupid, man. Yeah. Um, so what, what was it? What did I see that was stupid? So like, um, with, Again, at the end with the helicopter, mm. when the helicopter's on the roof, and the 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 few people that have survived get on the helicopter, mm. and then like the king zombie comes out, mm. the helicopter like took off, but then because obviously they're on top of a full building, mm. rather than go up, it like it dived it, like, it dived down dived down, and then the zombie was able to jump down and get onto the helicopter. Yeah, I was like, I, fly up. Yeah. Like, why don't you fly I, up? I, I, I What's think I I don't know how helicopters working. I feel like she didn't think she could get enough elevation at that at that speed. I don't know, like because it was a proper Maybe, shit. Man, he- but when it was when a shit King helicopter, zombies, it was a shit helicopter as well. But when a king zombie's coming after me, like even if I go back down, like go up for a second, mm. do you know what I mean? Like get out of his way. Yeah. Also, it annoyed me in when the zomb- when the king zombie got on the helicopter. Mm. Um, I know you said his name is like Scott or whatever, but I've I've just got him down as Drax in my notes. <laughs> when, when Drax dropped his gun, mm. and then the daughter, rather than pick up the gun, grabs the fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. I was like, "What are you doing?" Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a couple of stupid do you, things. Do you, like that do, you know, do you know what was dumb to me? Yeah. When he threw the black guy into the safe, like, isn't like safes like a safe like that? Would it not be like airtight? Would he not like die from lack of oxygen and food? And then they. Dro- oh, he threw him in the safe. Yeah. I. Do you know what I thought happened? What? I thought he like threw him somewhere mm-hmm. and then him and the king zombie got locked in the safe. That's why later on, when the King Zombie turned back up, I was like, how did he get out of the safe? Nah. So he, what you he, say makes more sense. Yeah, it, 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 he threw him into the safe. And I was thinking like, one, wouldn't he like suffocate? Two, yeah. they dropped a nuclear bomb. Like, is that, are you, so you're telling me that that safe is basically nuclear proof, which again, actually, <laughs> I can I can see that working, yeah? And then three, and this is what I, I, I don't like sometimes when there's inconsistencies, yeah? So pretty much everyone else that got bit by a zombie turned within like 10 seconds. This guy got like, so he must have gotten bitten before he got thrown into the safe. 
because the That's whole point because the whole point of the nuclear bomb was to get killed all the zombies in it so assuming all the zombies died yeah he would have been bitten way before that and it took for him to get to the plane for him to turn that's true. Yeah, I thought that as well. I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't like that. Yeah, and also, how did he not notice that he was bitten? I get like in the moment, like with adrenaline pumping and stuff, you might not notice something like that. Mm. But like you said, it took long, yeah, for it to take effect on him. Yeah. Where other people got turned much quicker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. So I, I didn't like that. Um, but the document, I think, reason I've given a free piece, like I really appreciate the documentary. Like the documentary was sick. Mm. The documentary was sick. And yeah, I did. I didn't get a chance to watch that. Yeah, you didn't get a chance. I I would because like they've got these like mocap suits, but they're like I don't know how to describe it, but they'll they'll call like X X what is, what is it X and suits, and they were just freaking mm. badass in it. And like <laughs> I said, the horse was called Ace, and it was nice to see how they did the pull that stuff <laughs> together. Um, but yeah, like I again, I enjoyed it. Like again, it, like I knew it wasn't gonna be, you know, a masterpiece. Do you know what I mean? I like, I just took it for what it was—a uh, a fun little zombie action movie. Where if I yeah. had seen it in the cinema, you know, got some popcorn, some decent action, nothing like, you know, it wasn't too real. But like, like the the woman that got screwed at the beginning, like her her fight scene slash kung fu that she no, that was, was sick. pretty sick. Do you know what I mean? So it had enough for me to enjoy it. Um, that was another dumb thing, actually. Sorry, it just reminded me. Mm. Why didn't she say, he's the snake, he did this to me? Like, she said, she's, like the guy could hear her, and she was like, go, go, get out. I would have been like, it was, he did this yeah, to me. Yeah, don't trust him snake. or something. Yeah, I, yeah, 100%. I was like, I, to me, she should have shot him. Like, she tried to shoot him, and then the, yeah. the, cl- the clip was empty, but then she had another gun. I was like, shoot him, he's still there. Like, he hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. And another thing that I would have had yet, everyone on my team would have like a suicide vest. Like, so that when you're getting yam, you've got something that you can blow, blow yourself up. And then es- also... Essentially, essentially they did because... They had a petrol f- tank on their Yeah, but, you know, that's... And that, that that's trusting that someone's got a good shot on them. Like, True. Ev- everyone on my team would have been equipped with one of those like but old also, school... Also sign- the- the other guy um, kind of took himself out with the with the grenades that he had on him. Yeah, true. But I guess you're right. Everyone, it, everyone didn't necessarily have that. Yeah, like, I'm telling yeah, everyone. This right. is oh, base. I- this is base. And oh, do you know nothing that pisses me off about zombie movies? Yeah, <laughs> this is my last thing. Yeah. All right. If you know that these things, yeah, if they bite you, yeah, will turn you or do harm to you, yeah. Why are you not wearing some type of armor? Like the chick mm. was wearing like a a crop top and 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 one of the other dudes was like wearing <laughs> like a vest top. I'm like, like protect your arms, protect like have stuff that's gonna protect mm. your body. So if you someone does start yamming on you, all they're gonna get is like chainmail or or Kevlar or do you know what <laughs> yeah. I, mean? I understand. I understand that it's Vegas and it's gonna get hot here, yeah, but would you rather be hot or would you rather be dead? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, even the even the the king zombie in that sense, was smarter than them. Yeah, because he had a mask. He protected his one weakness. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That that mask helmet thing, that bulletproof helmet that yeah. he had on, I thought was sick. I like that. I like that addition to it. And then also, also, okay, this, like, I, I don't understand this, yeah. So, was the queen already pregnant or were the zombies macking? 
<laughs> that's i think the zombies were macking boy because that that fetus was too small man that was recent yeah so you're telling me the zombies were macking and <laughs> and created a, and we would have potentially had a zombie baby like that is definitely something different that i haven't seen mm. do you know what i mean so again but like i said i, I like i said I, I i enjoyed it for what it was um i had fun of it um yeah i'll I, I, you know i would check it out like it's not the greatest movie mm. in the world, but I had fun of it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, like the only thing that I would say it was a little bit long. Like I'm not gonna lie, like it was, it was like, long. Two hours, forty minutes. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Mm. How much slow motion is this gonna be in? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah, that's it. That, unless anyone else has got anything else to say, that's end to that review. Um, no, yeah. Let, let me just chime in a couple things because okay. again, like you said, it was enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it's not like a classic zombie movie. This isn't going to go down in anyone's memories, in my opinion. Mm. I, like I I will never go back to this. Like mm. I've seen it. It's done. It was okay for what it was. Like I, like I said, I give it a half chicken. Mm. But th- like there was moments that I thought were good. Like in that opening scene when she was spraying the zombies with that giant minigun mm-hmm. and you just see them splattering away and just parts of them disappearing. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, when they actually created the um, the perimeter for Las Vegas with mm-hmm. the, the like the shipping crates, mm-hmm. um, when the mum, whoever that was, was there and the zombies got her and then her daughter ran back to her mm-hmm. and then they dropped the crate on them, Yeah, I thought that was like, that was deep. <laughs> and then at the same time, there was another stupid moment because the daughter was... hadn't been bit yet. Yeah. The mum was being bit. So the mum should have like drop kicked the daughter out of the way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And said like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't, th- I don't think that was her daughter. But... That was just like, they were just in ran- rescuing random people. So then why did she run back after her? Because like her I don't know. She, she was, was Alice. Either way, it, that makes it more stupid if it wasn't her mum. Mm. Because... Like the do- the girl ran back to the woman like it was her mum and hugged her up while zombies are eating her, mm-hmm. and the mum like held onto her and hugged her like yes we will die together let's let's <laughs> get eaten by zombies and crushed by a shipping crate together <laughs> no you wouldn't do that mm. you dash your you dash the little girl away and say like no you're the future like you go and live on yeah so yeah. that was a bit stupid to me um, I thought there was a lot of again I don't know if this was um, uh, intentional but there was a lot of kind of i don't know what the word is like symmetry to real life with the coronavirus thing going on yeah where they had obviously the the temperature gun to the head and stuff and yeah talking talking about how um it's some government conspiracy like these people don't even have they're not even infected but they just want them out the way and shit like that and so i thought that that was interesting even when they talked about the president clearly that side wrote this when Trump was president mm-hmm. because the president was like, oh, I, I thought it would be cool to have the nuke go on, on July 4th. It would be like the ultimate fireworks. I was like, that's fucking Donald Trump yeah. talking right yeah. now. Yeah. What a dickhead. Um, I thought the whole storyline with Drax killing his wife um, was was deep. I mean, that was, that was good acting from him mm-hmm. uh, in the actual scene. And then when it got brought up later with his daughter, obviously, like he always thought his daughter hated him because of um, what he did to the mum. Yeah. But she understood, and she was like, "No, I get you had to do that. What 
I didn't like was that you disappeared afterwards, mm. like you just left me. So I thought that was cool because it's maybe not a trope, but often in zombie movies, like if someone kills your loved one when they become a zombie, they're often like a bit salty about it. Like, no, you killed her. Mm. You killed her. And it's like, it wasn't her anymore. And it's like, okay, fuck that. Like mm. we all know like it's a zombie now. Like, so the fact that she understood that it had to be done, I thought was, was quite um, was yeah. quite cool. Do you know? So, so just saying that, yeah. The, the person who got the worst death here was the one that was like, "Oh, I came here for you." Like, you know, we had a little thing and you disappeared, and um, I was just like, "Yeah." Who? Which one? The, the one when the, the zombies came from the lift and they were gonna go rescue the the, the um, daughter. Oh, he got it bad. Yeah, that was cool. But no, the snake got it the worst. The one that locked, um, do you know what I mean? The one that, that took the head of the queen and... Oh, got eaten by the tiger. He got it the worst. No. <laughs> I thought the he break... got it. I don't think he got it the worst. Mate, he got dashed around by a super strength tiger. Yeah, a little plaything in it. sliced and diced and then... Got his head got bitten his off. head eaten. Nah, because the fact that like they just had like this like nice lovey dovey moment, and they were gonna go rescue the daughter together, and then just snap, and then they yeah. sh- they're like her head was just turned around. Like <laughs> it was probably it was probably the most shocking death. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like like that was a quick death, like she's done. Mm. But he it was a drawn out like that tiger bullied him and played with him for a bit, mm. and then ate him. Do you know what I mean? I think he got it the worst. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but just to just to add to what Martin said earlier about sometimes it was too humorous. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole scene where you know, like the not the snake guy, the other dickhead, like the the one who was in charge, who was like an officer in the quarantine zone, yeah, and was said to be like raping and molesting the women. Mm-hmm. When um, the woman like like snaked him and used him as like a sacrifice, yeah. I feel like his reaction was too humorous and I get it because like it's meant to like um, humiliate him like as as a character he's Mm. we're meant to hate him so we're meant to enjoy seeing him humiliated and acting like this little waste man but I feel like it was played for laughs too much Mm. whereas it could have been like not tragic because again we want it to happen to him but to, to for everyone to just accept it instantly like okay yeah we'll, we'll use him as a sacrifice yeah and and them to just stand and watch and he's like i can't even remember what he was saying but to me it looked like it was being played for laughs mm. it could have been quite a deep scene like of him like you know what i mean like begging for his life and yeah like people are like oh is this right should we be doing this and she's like trust me this needs to happen this is the otherwise only way. they won't let us yeah do you know what i mean so I feel like that scene could have been executed better. Mm. Um, just a couple more things as well. Um, the 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 whole thing um, with the um, when they were opening the the safe, mm-hmm. I thought a lot of that scene was pretty interesting. Like with the whole um, uh, pressure sensitive triggers and stuff, and that he, the, the black guy kept going back and getting more zombies to yeah. <laughs> to go through and, and trigger it like like some minesweeper or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and even during that scene, like when they first get there and they see all the the other dead bodies from the previous team, yeah, 
And then the black guy's like, like that could be us. Like yeah. we could be on some time, time travel. Loop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh shit! Like that's actually a better ending than what we actually got. <laughs> like, if if something like that happened. That would have blown my mind. Like, I mm. love that type of shit in movies. Do you know what I mean? And the fact and so, that we saw the same clothes of the current crew on them or yeah. whatever, that was just like, like our imagination. And, and it even went through, as it as it panned across each dead body, it cut to one of the, the current team of, like, who it could potentially be. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right, is this going to happen? Like, has, has, is this, like, some kind of very poorly done foreshadowing? But no, it was just something... I don't know why it was in there, but said, the black yeah. guy. Made, I think it was to make the black guy seem like he was more um, philosophical. Do you know what I mean? Because even at the end, when he's on the plane with the with the women, mm. he was like talking about some some writer or something like that. I can't remember what he said. Yeah. Um, but I like I liked when again we mentioned the the nuke, but they thought they had twenty four hours. So when oh, he comes yeah. up in the news, I hated that as well. It was just huh? like, of course. I was like, of course they moved the explosion up to give yeah. them. Because like, then that adds to the to the kind of time limit. Yeah. But then, like, I like in films where if there's a ticking time, a timer, I like it when it plays out in real time. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, if it's like, oh, we've we've only got one minute to get out the building, and then a minute later, it that's blows when the up. Yeah. Happens. Because sometimes the movies are like, we've got a minute to go. And, and then half an hour later, later yeah. the bomb still hasn't gone off. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, they were like, as they were getting ready to leave, he was like on the helicopter when they went to get his daughter. He was said something like, we've got about 20 minutes left. And yeah. I, looked at, I looked at the timer because, again, being the second time I watched through it, mm. I knew what time the nuke went off. It was about 20 minutes. So okay. I kind of give that kind of props for doing that mm-hmm. um the uh yeah like i say it ramps up at the end when obviously the 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 guy killing the, the zombie queen and then not only that but she had a zombie fetus in there mm. like when the zombie screamed i feel like that was the most emotion out of any character in the movie yeah that we got mm-hmm. and i wasn't like I was almost on his side, do you know what I mean? So when he sent his army over them, I was like, You go fuck them up, like they <laughs> your girl, man. They took your baby from you, like, fuck them up. Mm. Um, but again, like, I like the escalation of that final scene, that's when it really kicked off and the zombie shit really started happening. I like the imagery when the um, that like Mexican YouTube guy died, mm. the money was like flying all over the place, and it was like he took a moment to kind of look and was like. Like, I guess what what they was trying to portray was, was it worth it? Do you know what I mean? Like, was it worth losing your life and all this carnage and everyone dying just for money? Like, this paper that's just flying through the air now, no one's even going to get it. Like, it's fucked. So I kind of liked that little moment. Um, And um, the, the, the dickhead, like, rapist guy, obviously comes back later as a zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they should have done more with that because mm-hmm. um, that kind of got resolved real quick. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, so... The um, the King Zombie, again, I would have liked to have seen more of a climax of him, like more stuff go down because when he was running down that corridor... 
towards his daughter. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to like, because Drax was like running, I keep calling him Drax. He was like running to try and get there as well. Yeah. I thought like he was going to like, I don't know, like rugby tackle him or something or like spear him. And then we was going to have like a scuff, but it didn't really play out like that. And then there was that little fight on the plane, which was deep. Like, like there was some bones being broken and shit like that. But it just, to me, I wanted more mm. of, of that fight. Do you know what I mean? I wanted just to see a one-on-one, not on a helicopter, like in an open space where they've got space to move around and fight properly. Mm. I thought that was going to be cool. Kind of like how you felt with the wrecker whole thing in, yeah. in episode, do you know what I mean? In, in Bad Batch. Um, that spear though, that the king zombie gave. <laughs> oh my days, that was sick. I like that. I saw that coming though. Eh? Yeah, I did, I did as well. But it's still, it was like, oh mm. shit, that, that was. It, it was even like it's going in her chest, or he's gonna do it to the helicopter. Yeah, you knew someone was getting that mm. spear. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, that that's pretty much it, man. Um, again, I thought it was cool that the black guy survived at the end. Well. I was like, oh shit, you did it. Like you're one, you're, you're one of the few black guys that survived the well, horror well, you thought, you thought he survived. He thought he survived, mm. but then obviously we saw what happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then, and then nice little. Again, it shows that Zack Snyder does have some movie making knowledge in his head mm-hmm. to the point where the movie started with the song that Elvis song um, on caught in a trap. Mm. I can't get and then it ended with that song as well so that's yeah. like a nice little two little bookends to the movie that was Suspicious Minds by Elvis Suspicious Presley. Minds that's yeah. it yeah I, I would say um, check out the documentary it might make your I don't know like I said sometimes when I watch these documentaries it does give me a bit more of appreciation for um, these movies um, mm. and that's why I probably gave it a, a slight higher rating than you guys um, no I definitely do want to watch it I wanted to watch it but I just didn't never, didn't have time yeah, but no, I'm gonna so. get to it. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. That's fair. All right, we are done. Another episode in the books, guys. Thank you yep. for joining me, guys. Hope you liked this episode. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. So, uh, without further ado, might say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Big T, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Bye, bye now. <laughs>